Hey, how are we doing, everybody? And welcome back to the Sean Atwood channel. We are here with a royal mess, a little bit of an earlier during the week number. And uh, that doesn't mean we're not going to be here on Friday. Of course we will. I just want to apologize to everybody. I have a hardcore case of the man flu. Uh, so I'm going to do my best this evening. Um, and my camera should be back on at the end of the week as well. My, my face is looking a lot less crazy. So, yeah. <clears throat> So, Paula, we've got a few more people uh, coming to join us this evening. But how are you doing tonight? Tell us uh, how you've been. Well, I've been great. You know, it's been raining like crazy. But other than that, I mean, somebody calls Siri fat. What? Who's Siri? My dog, my puppy. Someone calls your dog fat. Oh, no. Yeah, my subscriber, she said it with all the love in the world, but she said that city's fat. Yeah. Well, yeah, my someone said my dog was too skinny, and I was mortified the other day. I was like, yeah, this guy just doesn't stop eating. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a big boy. So the thing yeah. is, I don't know why she's fat, Ron, because she does exercise. I take her to the farm, and she's running up and down all day. Yeah. It's, know, the, same, so. it's the same with Thor. He's he's the exact same. He, he's just a bit of a he's just a he's just a slender boy, I guess. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for coming and joining us tonight. Like I say, we've got a few other people coming to join us and we'll be continuing our coverage of Megan and Harry and all the shenanigans that have been going on. Um, I know you um, just posted a new video today, uh, Paula. Um, who filmed le Megan's latest video stunt? Is that really Megan? So yeah. you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, it's just... You know how pathetic it is, Ron, when you have the resort to having your assistant. I mean, too bad I couldn't. If you if you if you watch the video when Meg, I mean, first of all, the person had to be waiting for Megan to come out of the back door to film her of a private, you know, because you can see that you can't see it from the street. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a back private parking lot. So, and you can hear the lady talking. But it's very faint. But you can hear the lady talking. You know, it's a woman. So can you imagine how pathetic? We have Catherine opening uh, the wing of a, a hospital for children, surgical wing for yeah, for yeah, children. Of course. And Megan doing a pop walk with the bodyguard. You know, in that in that in a in a and what is it with parking lots? I mean, can you ask? We should ask subscribers. Why is Megan always in parking lots? Do you think she's ran out of genuine opportunities and she's just uh, resorting to continuing a stage and stage and stage? Because that's what it all looks like to me. It looks like photo op set up photo opportunities one after another, the same uh, with the drama situations and, and all the rest of it. So, yeah. Well, I don't I mean, know. I guess, I guess she, she's that. represented by WME, the most powerful agency in, in the United States. I mean, if if WME can't book you a job, Ron, yeah. you're having serious problems because she I WME is not staging these really, really delist celebrity wannabe pop walks. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, she's going to the gym wearing a, like almost forty thousand dollars, no more, because she's wearing the pinky diamond ring, the gold, uh, the gold um, watch, this Cartier thing that Trevor gave her. We're looking about sixty thousand dollars there worth of jewelry to go to the gym. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Again, when we talk about things like that, <sighs> yeah. I don't really wear any cheap jewelry when I go out places that I know I'm going to be doing 
running about. Not that I do a lot of running about, but certainly it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense unless you were trying to make a statement. And it, it, again, just what you're saying, it just sounds like one staged paparazzi moment after another. You know, it really, really does. And the more you cover it and the more you're putting videos out, the more it makes sense because let me just double check something here as well with your uh, your videos. Okay, two hours ago you had another one. Uh, Court grants Harry's watch King Charles' weak spot. Interesting. What's going on with that? Well, uh, why is the court pandering to this idiot? I really, you know, like, Ravik is the body, the government body that assesses threats to politicians, royalty, all people who need you know that they consider yeah. yeah deserve to be deserve 24 hours 24 7 security state funded police protection yeah well so basically the judge said to harry okay. you can't pay for the police because the police is not for hire but you're allowed to take this to court to basically tell ravik that they don't know how to do their job and that you have to tell them how to do their job because you feel that you're entitled to have this 24-7 police protection because you are a prince of uh, of the United Kingdom and your father is the king, right? And you're fifth in line to the throne. Okay, that has very easy fix. Restrict the title. Yeah. Um, number one. Number two, Eugenie and Beatrice were fifth and sixth in line to the throne where, when their police fund protection was removed in 2011. They were in the same spot as Harry. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. And obviously they're far less of a, a consideration to the king than his own son, you know? It's interesting. Yeah, but, but he said he was treated less fairly, less favorable than less favorably than others. Eugenie and Beatrice, they were fifth and sixth in line to the throne yeah. when the police protection, and it was deemed that they would only use the police protection for royal engagements. Now, Harry doesn't have any royal engagements. And my question to you is the following, Ron. You know, if you give a mouse a cookie, he will want milk, right? Yeah. And then he will want another cookie. Um, I put this th theory up front that the only reason, because it doesn't make sense. Why is the judge granting the wish for this guy to take to actually challenge Radix, who, who have been doing this forever mm -hmm. and who determined with all the info that they have that he doesn't need? Uh, police funded protection because there's a limit of funds. Sure. So he could have it when he comes to England when they hardly ever there, right? Uh -huh. So, and then it also because I was talking to somebody uh, in in the in the United Kingdom, and he says, "Well, once he sets the precedent that he can get police protection in one country, he can then go aim higher, which is well." If you're saying that I'm at risk in my own home in the United Kingdom, yeah, I am at a higher risk elsewhere. So I need protection everywhere because they can't say, I mean, if they grant them protection in the United Kingdom because he's worried about his safety, does that mean that the safe level, level of threat disappears when he goes to the United States, which is very violent, gun-free sure. place? No, absolutely. And it, it, it's just one of those entitlement moments that just re resonates from from Harry in this situation once again. Do you are we on the agreement that a deal was made with the king that if he got to see his grandkids, they got to keep their titles? 
What do you mean? Sorry? Well, do you think that the king will let them keep their titles and sweep all this under the carpet if the, the grandkids suddenly turn up for Christmas? He already has. He already oh. has. He killed off the bill, uh, the removal of titles bill. And this is this is the part that really upsets me. Um, people say, why are you keep talking about this? Because they keep doing it. They keep yeah. trying to get away with everything. And they want people to shut up and put up. Yeah. Well, no, nah, that's not, that's not, no. You know, oh, and it's next. like, like, and I, I, I just saw a comment on, 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 on the, on my, on that video. It says, um, uh, on, on that video, that particular video about the thing that, that I told you, he says, so what? It's up to, it's, it, that's a family matter, whether he gets security funded police protection. It's like, if Charles wants to pay for security, hello, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Walking around Target. It's, it's oh, Tommy Sparkle. It looks like Target. In the wild, living his life. <laughs> Walking around Target, doing some uh, Christmas shopping. Uh, Dad, says, Dad says he's looking for a, for a grumpy-looking Megan doll. <laughs> <laughs> you should get him a, a, an angry chicken-looking one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Luke, thanks for coming and joining us, Tom. Uh, how was your day being? We're just discussing the, uh, the king the titles and the grandkids and the under the table deal where I imagine well, well they're getting to keep their titles and he's getting to see the, the, the grandkids. Is that not f the most ridiculous and outrageous thing you've heard? I didn't hear that yet. That's, well, and that's, 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 that's where Paul that's is disturbing. Paul is digging. Well, you know, Tom, you know that there was uh, last year um, this lady Labour MP uh, put uh, in Parliament, introduced to Parliament a bill, a removal of titles bill, right? Yeah, it I got know its all first that the reading. It got its first reading in November, and then uh, then they killed it off in March, and then Megan announced that her kids were getting titles, and then they only um, made it public in November. So they waited. They sat seven months on that info. That that particular bill had been killed off. Well, I have, yeah. I have a, I, if I had to trust my gut on this, I think there's a, I think there's a, a serious shitstorm coming towards them. Yeah. You if think you ask so? Me personally, why? What do you mean? Why? I mean, you know, you can only poke the bear so many times before before <laughs> you get your head chewed off. That's true. And they happen to be poking a very big bear, so. Yeah, well, that's that's true, and I just I just want to say uh, somebody in the side chat here, parody Patty. We don't know this for sure. Sure, I, I just want to say I'm I've got man flu, so I'm speaking quite uh, candidly. So yeah, I mean Paula Paula can keep us right on what exactly has been proven and what hasn't, and what what what's going on. But uh, oh no, it's it over here. Sorry. It seems to me like that is going to be the outcome with this. The bill's being killed. It's being swept under the carpet, and the whole concept of them, you know just publicly leaving the royals and really they've not seems to be what is coming out now i mean it's that's the, the picture that seems to be getting painted and you know that's the, the sad thing that harry and megan are doing i don't know if you agree with this tom but with all the stupid things that they're doing more things are coming out of how good the what a great deal they had when they left because had harry not named that 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 uh that employee in his lawsuit he would have still keep he would have been getting money from Charles without us knowing, you know, because uh, that was the deal. This is why he was cut off. It was put in the public. 
that yeah. he was cut off because he named the royal uh, the royal staff for the staff. You, you want know? to say hi real quick? Okay. Are you with yes. a girlfriend? No, you're not. Well, he's, he's with his dad. He's with his dad. Shop with his dad. Ah, say hello from us! Yay! Everybody <laughs> says hi. Yeah, so I hope, I hope you guys are having a good day anyway. But the hi. um, hello, what's happening? Hello, how are you? He's lost uh, weight. He's looking uh, good. Black suits him. <laughs> yeah, you see everybody hey. saying, "Hey, Marianne's dad." <coughs> you saying, you know, hey, "Hey, Tom's dad." You know that Ron's going to read you the thumbnail now and slap your dad in the thumbnail. Well, I, gar I guarantee you he's seconds. not buying anything for Megan. Why not? She's so adorable. It's just If you have a, like a rabid pit bull that doesn't stop biting you, she's great. <laughs> See, it's all, it's all kind of fun and games, and I get that. But again, I just want to say... Uh, Unless you, you want know, to do the cat food thing. Our thoughts go out to your dad right and all the here. madness that he's been put through. Tom. Hey, you got, hey guys, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get back. To I, I will get back to you in a, in a, in, a, in about fifteen minutes. No problem, okay. mate. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your time. <laughs> that was so funny, Mr. Marco. He's actually uh, lost. He lost weight. That's crazy. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, <laughs> he's he, like I say. I'm gonna let. I'll let Tom uh, on his channel tell you everything that we've been talking about, but. Tom's Tom's making some great content right now. He has uploaded a couple of videos in the last couple of days. I'm going to just, Ray J, here is the link just in case I haven't given you. Also, I just want to say, Ray J, there's a, there's, a, there's a new bit of merch coming out that just says Ray J is a bot because uh, Ray J is like mods about 75 YouTubers live streams simultaneously. <laughs> and if you, you're not going to convince me that you're not AI at this stage, Ray J. So I'm just letting you know, my guy, just letting you know, the new Sean Atwood merch will be Ray J is a bot coming soon. Um, so I no, think- as well, Like I was saying, you know, yeah. why did this judge grant Harry's wish to move this case forward? It makes no sense. Because Ravik, you know, it's like basically saying, Ravik, you don't know what you're doing because I feel that you, it's just like Harry, you know, and and there's a big issue there uh, for me because if they do that everywhere they go, Canada is up for paying the bills for this for these two idiots when they go to Vancouver every time they go to Vancouver. It's the Canadians yeah. have to pick up the tab. The people in the U.S. are going to have to pick up the tab. So to me, this case, the only reason why it makes sense is, one number one, because Harry, once it, once he gets it, if he gets yeah. it, then he's going to go for something higher because he's not going to be satisfied just in the U.K. Then he's going to use that as a springboard to say, wait a minute, my risk factor does not and in the UK, if you say that I'm a UK prince and therefore entitled yeah. to security in the United Kingdom, I am entitled to security everywhere. And let's not forget that the reason why Beatrice and Eugenie got the Eugenie got the the the, the um, security cutoff is because yeah. they were spending five hundred thousand pounds a year. Harry's and Meghan Markle's were almost five million dollars, five million oh. pounds a year. Yeah, but again, it's it's Daddy's son, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the boy of the king. I mean, I'm not being funny, but when we talk no, about I, egos, I agree. I totally agree with you. When we talk about egos, we often talk about the ego of Meghan. Can you imagine, right, how Harry feels knowing, right, that his dad's the king? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of kicking and screaming and pushback and people not wanting to pick up tabs for security and all of this. 
But I bet you they end up doing it. I bet you he gets everything that he wants, and that's the way that it works out. Because, again, you don't mess with the royal family. And, and am I right in saying that Canada has got... It was part of the empire at some point or something like that. Like the, the British. It is. Royal we're still part yeah. of it. We're still part yeah. of the United Kingdom realm. So that's now, why. We're not that's part why, of the Commonwealth. We are yeah. <laughs> part of the realm. Well, that, that, that's why they're picking up the tab. Okay. Because they're team royals. Whereas the Americans, they might put up a bit of a fuss or whatever. But I'm sure it will end up. I'm sure it will end up being that they pick up the tab. You know. No, because Canada already said no to them. When they. When oh, they really? Were, Yes, we, we did a petition. I signed it. I signed a petition in 20, uh, I think it was 2021 when they were uh, 2020 or something like that. They were in Canada. Remember, they were they, they flew to that island and they were there. Oh. And the Canadians, as soon as the Queen said, you know, they're out, then the Canadians, we signed a petition, which got in less than a week, it got almost 100,000 signatures saying that we're not wow. going to pick up the bill because they're not working royals. Because, And this is why Trudeau issued um, a statement saying, public statement, saying that Canada was only going to pay for them up till the 31st of March. After that, they weren't. This is why Harry and Meghan left the country. This is why Harry said in Oprah, oh, our security was cut off, you know, suddenly. What a maddening statement. Like, if I'd watched that series and paid attention to it, right, and uh, whatnot, <laughs> I would have been freaking out at that. Oh, you decided to leave. Okay? You were like, Daddy, Daddy, please can I leave the... Can, please can I go out? Please, Daddy. Me and my wife, please, Daddy. And then you get it, and it wasn't even real. Your dad is. Your dad's allowed you to... Do you know what it's like? When, when normal people go on, like, a gap year from uni... And their parents are like, mate, you just want to go to uni now. And you're like, nah, I want to go to, you know, travel for a year. Maybe this is like, in his head, he thinks he's just having a little vacay, trying to live normal, wants all the frills of being in the royals, but doesn't actually want to let go of it. Because leaving, the, and I'll tell you something, for those of you who are thinking, why would he do that? He never wanted to do that, I don't think. It's all Megan. But Megan is going to sell more books and have more interviews if they do something unprecedented, like leave the royals at the time, than if she hung about. In her head, that is. That's not necessarily the reality of the situation. But certainly in her head, I think, uh, you know, she thought this was all going to work out differently. And that, I believe, is the reason why she left the royals, because she did And again, I said this to you before, uh, Paula, about her doing sponsored Instagram posts from within the palace. And when she found out that she couldn't post her L'Oreal advert, that'll have been when she realized it's time to leave and take my husband with me. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying take him hostage, metaphorically speaking, but it does seem like he's emotionally trapped and being dragged along behind a car, metaphorically, by Megan now. You know how I see this? Okay. I actually did a video about it. I don't know how much our viewers know about this, but usually when you have the gangs, they do an initiation thing, right? That you have to go kill somebody, right? Yeah. The reason they do that is, is for many reasons. Number one, to prove test, test you, whether you're oh. capable of actually doing it. Sure. Number two, because you've committed a crime. So if you rat on them, you're ratting on yourself because you committed a crime. Right. So they Correct. make you an accomplice to their own type of things. Sure. And number three, excuse me, okay. once you kill the first person, however horrible that may be, killing the second, third, and fourth, and fifth, it becomes second nature to you. Yeah, and, and that's a 100% fact. It's weird. I, I literally just watched the documentary about a guy from the SAS today who, and anyway, it's not that. So yeah, you're, you are this right. This is where I'm going with Harry. 
yeah. Harry may have been initially reluctant. I do believe that that idiot, when he actually said that, I believe that he was being sort of truthful when he did the engagement interview. Okay. He was actually saying, you know, I didn't know who she was. <laughs> Tell me more. You know, um, yes, we're going to be part of a team. Yes, the family have welcomed her with open arms. You know, Kate and William have been fantastic. My dad was being great. You know, like everybody, she's been very welcomed. Everything was positive. And he was, I really do believe that at that point, that was Harry speaking in that engagement oh, interview because he was very honest. He didn't say how they meet because Megan immediately shut him up. You know, and but 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 he was being I, I really believe because you know his body language is like he's he's blurting things. Yeah, I didn't know who she was, you know. So yeah. I asked who she just, you know? just to be clear, Mr. Nice, no one was killed. We were using a metaphor to describe what we're saying. All right. So just in case you've came in there a little bit late and just heard the heard the end of this, Megan and Harry have not gone on some crazy spiel. This <laughs> Yeah, it's not a dammer situation or anything like that. We were just using a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's a comparison. So for yeah. me, at that point, when they did the engagement, um, yeah. everything was, you know, they may have had issues. And I do believe that from the moment Megan got that engagement ring, she was a monster. She became a monster. I yeah. believe that Megan Markle was love bombing everybody. Up until he had that engagement ring secured. Oh, the minute Once that ring went on, ah, hundred percent. And I swear to God, see if this was like a movie adaptation of when the ring went on, you would hear like, ah, oh. you remember the Lord of the Rings when Sauron put on the One Ring? Okay, <laughs> that's that's what it would be like. She has achieved her final form. Well, no, we we already decided what her final form was, but you know what I'm saying? It's like a level up in her plan. You know, every time Megan does something where she implicates, whether it's the situation with her dad, what she's done to her exes, it seems to be a stream of bodies and a wake of destruction in her path, you know? And yeah, she's, she's, she's a special lady. She really is. She really For me, is. I think that the moment Meghan Markle was engaged, she was planning how to leave because she never brought her clothes. I've said this many times. Yeah. I know people say, oh, she couldn't hack it. It's like if you never intended to stay, how could she be? How couldn't she hack it? If she, if her, you know, yeah. she had made intentions. She took at least seventeen personal trips in the in the in the eighteen months that they that that she was supposed to have been in the United Kingdom. Yeah, you know, because she was supposed to remain at least one hundred and eighty-three days. The royal tours would have not been counted as as part of not being yeah. under because she's going representing Her Majesty the Queen, but. All the trips that she was, I mean, when she was planning to, when she planned to send a letter to Mr. Markle, she was in Toronto because we know that because of the text messages between her and Jason Knopf. Okay, yeah. So she's in Toronto there and she's taking private security with her. She didn't just want one. She wanted two or three bodyguards because she's that important. But what I wanted to end up with this thing about the, the gang and the initiation thing, I think that Harry, when he did the first thing, which is the Oprah thing. Yeah once he went there, because you can see him being honest, you can see him that he, he landed on a landmine when, when, when Oprah said, Megan said that, you know, your family was racist. And he's like, you can see his face that he didn't know where to go with that. Yeah. He should, and he actually blurted out. No, actually it was wait because he didn't know what was said before. He didn't know that Megan had been lying through her fake veneers that, Oh, there've been many conversations, <laughs> many conversations. 
Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, uh, 2Q, just to answer, I'm sure, sure, I'm, I'm sure a few of you are wondering. Sean is doing good. He's been away up and down the country all week filming some awesome new content for everybody, uh, doing his tours and speaking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Wee Man is doing great. Uh, Jen's doing great. Sean's doing great. It's all it's all good. So he will be back this week, though. So don't don't don't. don't I saw a picture that he posted a city. Oh my god, that little man is huge. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I thought he was almost like eight months or something. Yeah, like. I didn't say fat, but he's really big. He's boy. adorable. He is just yes. a little chunky guy, and he is adorable. Okay, yeah, you just want to squeeze his little head. Yeah, he's he's adorable. So, uh, anyway, let's let's get yeah, off. But of after the Harry pulled the trigger on that thing. Mm -hmm. After he understood what Megan was saying, because when Oprah said no, he said no, that was at the beginning. And, you know, it was it wasn't even about, you know, that it was at the very beginning before he didn't know that Megan had said to make things worse, that while she was pregnant because she she placed herself in, in the most vulnerable thing because it's horrible to attack a female, but to attack her while pregnant is horrible. So yeah. she aggravated her defamation by placing herself in a very vulnerable state while she was pregnant carrying this child fake imaginary child um it really is a mess this whole situation yeah but I mean, harry pulled the trigger harry harry found out i be, you know what and this i will give you that he found out <laughs> with everybody with megan knew what she'd said probably but harry wasn't allowed to see it you know that he found out what was what was said I think when everybody found out about it and this is why he panicked and he told oprah to say that it wasn't the queen nor prince philip yeah because oprah issued a statement before remember that and then yeah, I, mean, uh, I imagine oprah had to watch her backside quite carefully for what was going on during all of that uh for backlash yeah but then you know the thing is that once it's been done i think he had every chance to stop that he allowed the Netflix thing to be to happen, saying that everything the Queen stood for and worked really hard to build, which is the Commonwealth, which is, and I stress again for sugars if they come in here, the Commonwealth is a voluntary organization made up of, composed of nations who willingly join to improve <clears throat> trade, you know, improve yeah. relations. And they have very wealthy countries as well as very impoverished countries. Sure. And the impoverished countries really benefit from being part of the Commonwealth because of trade. But it's not a colonialism 2.0 thing. That's absolute BS. In fact, under the Queen Queen Elizabeth, um, is it Megan Small here? I didn't see you. Is Megan Small here? Yeah, I think she's in the side chat. She'll, she'll, she'll Megan, come on, hurry up. I, I sent you the link. <laughs> But, um, but uh, the, the queen's uh, under the queen's watch. Actually, she decolonialized everything. You know, nobody was forced. This is why she created the Commonwealth. They said, you know what? You're not forced to be part of the United Kingdom, but we can create a, a Commonwealth of Nations, you know, so we can yeah. improve. And they have to meet a certain standard of human rights and all kinds of things. So for Harry, when he did the Netflix thing and he sat there and he saw Meghan, Percy and mock the culture of his grandmother, the United Kingdom, the country that had welcomed that skank with open arms. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. And again, again, I just want to remind everybody 
that these are opinions. We're allowed to speak candidly and have our opinions. Uh, I'm sure we're all like-minded people because, you know, the, the, the internet tends to be an echo chamber with like-minded individuals. But just understand that we're speaking freely and these are just our opinions. So We're, we're grown-ups. Usually, you know, usually grown-up people can speak freely. We can agree to disagree. But, uh, but the things that I'm saying are not, not true. The Commonwealth is an organization of nations who willingly join. So in the queen, you know, she, she was very proud of that. Mm -hmm. So for Harry to sit there, they produced this thing. They were trashing the queen. They were trashing Samantha. They were trashing Mr. Markle. Apparently that apparently Mr. Markle is no longer alive. Although we saw his ghost just talk to us about say hi to him about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Now, I just want to say anyone in the side chat, we've had our fun with the skank now. Uh, you got to watch YouTube's uh, terms of service with what goes on in the side chat. So we're not going to advocate any any bullying. We don't want to. Let me just put the, the echo, the epic voice on. We cannot bully Meghan Markle. It is just opinions. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I'm not bullying her. I'm not bullying her. I'm saying what an opinion. If you look at the definition of skank, uh -huh. it says it's a form of behavior that's appalling. Okay, yeah, well, that, that you nailed it then. Nailed it. I just don't think the algorithm is going to Google it. But hey, listen, I'm just saying it's an opinion. We're allowed to have them. And I appreciate everyone for being here. Remember, smash the like button, people. I can actually say smash now uh, and not sound like I'm tripping over my words. Oh, what, is that? What, is that? what is that picture? Is that, is that Megan and Harry picture. crying? It's Megan and Harry crying. I can't see that picture. Let me see. I'm it's, gonna, I'm gonna... it's a profile picture. Look, I'll put it in there. Look at that. Oh, my God. How do you oh, like that yes. one? <laughs> yeah, limited edition Megan's Mole coasters are coming out for Christmas as well. Get six uh, awesome coasters with uh, AI-generated uh, Megan and Harry crying images. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> It truly is. And I will be having stickers coming out that say PhD in Moombopology for those. Hell ones. yes. Hell yes. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. How are you so, doing? Yeah, I've got man flu, so I'm pathetic. Oh. And uh, sitting here, and one minute I'm roasting, so I take yeah. my, tea, my my jumper off, and then two minutes later I'm instantly freezing and I have to put my jumper back on again. It's great. That's why the camera's off, because I'm a mess. Basically. Well, now you know how we feel when we go through menopause and women oh. things. Oh, God. <laughs> they might, have they not fixed that yet? Is there not, like, something you can take to fix all that? Isn't that no, not, like, we still urgent? suffer. We still suffer. That's nuts. <laughs> May as well, Mr. Thomas Markle said hi to us. You missed it. Mm -hmm. oh, how is he doing? He's lost weight. Has he? That's good, though. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah, it looks incredible. really good. I've been watching you on Twitter. You've been on fire, woman. I was telling Ron that 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 Harry at the beginning, and let me see what you think, Megan Small, because you have a, a lot of insight on this. That Harry at the beginning, when he did the engagement interview, that was the last time he was truthful, kind of, when he said that he didn't know who Meghan Markle was, yeah. that he planned to work as a team, that her, his family was welcoming, you know, mm -hmm. and that he told her, he sat her down and told her what it was about. That's another point, too, that he sat her down and explained to her what it in what it meant to marry into the royal family, right? Yeah, the blind yeah. leading the blind. Great. Oh. No, but you know, but at least he was truthful. He said that he had that conversation with her, remember? Well, let's be honest. What could Harry really tell Meghan? I mean, he's been coddled his entire life within the royal family. What, what could he have told her? 
what you're on the same level as Catherine, whatever you want to do, you can do also. We're going to be co-king and queen with my brother and his wife one day. I think like, is that what he told her? You can be queen one day, depending on your popularity, my dear. Yeah, right. I think, I think uh, Harry fed her a bunch of BS about what life in the royal family would be like. I honestly believe that Meghan thought that being a royal was like what it would be in a Disney show. She had this fantasy that being yes. a princess was all about living in castles, wearing tiaras, gracing the peasants with your... Yes. Well, the thing is, Megan, that is what it's about. It's just, it's not like a Disney film. The furniture is 300 years old. The place mm -hmm. is awfully dusty yeah. and it smells a bit mothbally. That's the reality yeah. of the situation, I think, that she was shocked by. Sorry for interrupting you again, Megan. No, carry carry on with your analogy. You're totally right. That's exactly, she didn't know that being a royal meant you had <clears> to do work. She, I know she likes, Megan likes to paint herself as a she ra and a fighter for women, but when you look at her, when you look at yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, who remembers Shira? What in the side chat? That's a great analogy because that that is exactly <laughs> what she's given off. Well, that's what she claimed. She, but she wrote that at the TIG, Ron. We're just, Megan Small is citing from the TIG because she wrote an article about Catherine okay. when she got married to Prince William saying that, oh, that, that, that big spectacle that she preferred to be Shira, right, Megan Small? Yeah, that she would rather, she didn't think that Catherine being the royal was all chalked out to be and that she would rather be a she-ra and a strong, positive woman. But when you really look at her, like, because you can still find images from her Instagram online. When you look at Megan's Instagram, while she portrays that she wants to be the strong, self-made, independent woman... She was really that chick that just wanted to go on vacations and drink all day long. Yeah. Every single footage and video that you see on her Instagram would be her traveling somewhere or her drinking or her getting uh, uh, attending a party or something. It wasn't about work. And Megan thought that's what the royal family was about. It's about her gracing the peasants with her presence, telling people how to live their lives despite her not knowing F all, right? And her just being stupid. The fact that this irrelevant woman thought she could walk into the monarchy and boss everyone around just shows you how much of a misogynistic feminist she truly is. She doesn't care about women. She couldn't even respect the queen. That tells you a lot. You say things so eclectically. <laughs> you you read the, the article when she said that she felt that she was entitled to speak more than Catherine because she was a self-made woman. So she thought she would come into the monarchy and tell them how to do charity. <laughs> you, like, just, just picture. I just can't wrap my head around that. That's like me walking into a Fortune 500 company just because I'm banging the boss and thinking that I can run the company now. That's, that's kind of what it is like. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. kind of what it is like. Okay, just, just a second. We just had a comment here saying uh, she isn't well, guys. Now, let, uh, whether that's serious comment or whatever, do you think, because we talk about narcissism and we talk about the uh, potential alleged uh, spicy brain that's in Megan's head, do you think we're sort of kicking somebody mid- emotional crisis do you think do you think that uh we're the bad guys here like i mean just throwing it out there for a second i personally don't think so because 
she should just be a, a it's it's serious round. Okay, none of much, right? Nice. So let's just let's just for a second here argue if we're basically slapping someone when they're down. I personally don't believe we are. I think that she's so aware of everything she's doing. And if this was a new form of Megan, I would agree with you, Mouse. But this goes back to when she was eight, nine years old. This has been a lifelong uh behavior. Thank you. Behavior. Now, does that mean she's not well? No. But it does say that there's not been a change since you met Harry. It means that there's not been a catalyst with Harry that's made her go, you know, to the next level. She was next level when she met Harry. I wouldn't be surprised if six months down the road, um, Mr. Markle Sr. finds a box in an attic with a diary of Megan's from when she was 10 that reads word for word as to what she has done with Harry for the last however many years, planning it out from a young age and having a clear path. You know, rich husband, richer husband, more famous husband, Soho house, allegedly, and then on to a prince. I'm just saying, it sounds like a terribly written movie is what it sounds like, but I'm telling you, it could be true. I mean, I think she's been planning this for a long time, and the bigger picture in Megan's head has been get a prince and be a princess. But your analogy, Megan, of the Disney princess, I think genuinely that's what was in her head. I think the only spanner in the works was the dust balls and the old furniture and the fact that it wasn't a Disney castle or anything like that. I think that was the unexpected moment for her in all of this. I think that, um, well, she's, she's referenced it a couple times herself, like in her Arca archetypes podcast, that flop cast that she had for a while. She, She constantly referred to how she thought being a Royal would be like the princess diaries like that wow yeah she made reference and every time she would make references like she's made references to ariel the little mermaid it just tells in my opinion i'm i'm in my 30s i'm younger than megan but i'm not making references as an adult to disney movies yeah and it just tells you where her mindset is it just gives you an insight to how her brain works it's almost like in my opinion she's stuck at being a 13 year old. So it almost makes me wonder if that age or a certain age that Doria left and she's stuck in that mentality. Like is there something traumatic about Doria suddenly leaving and not being in her life for those 10 years allegedly. If that age that it happened at, is she stuck at that mental capacity is the way I see it, right? Because just her actions and behaviors. That's an interesting. So we're kind of we're kind of teetering on uh, a fragmented personality, where yeah. something happened that yeah, she fragmented. That's totally uh, possible. If I'm being honest, well, I, think, I, she's, I think she's trying to infantilize herself to appear virginal because she wants. I my take is that this woman is very calculated. Remember when Thomas Markle said that when she was a kid, and and one of our lives that we had. He said that when she was a kid and he would she would do the Hollywood shows uh, at the school, she really thought everybody was coming to watch her. That's how mm-hmm. narcissistic this woman yeah. was. That the show was not about, and she wasn't even the main character. You know, she was just like a supporting character like she always is. Mm-hmm. But he said that she thought that everybody in Hollywood was actually coming to watch her at that at the place that, you know, the school was putting and they were doing the lighting for. To me, I think she's she's because she's such a Diana princess, Diana stalker. Yeah, that's interesting because Martha 
is saying maybe that's Megan and Harry's shared trauma because of an absence of a mother for well, for Harry for a long time, but for her a short period. Now, I'm not saying it's likely, but when we apply that to how could she have got Harry around her little finger, that's quite interesting when, when, we, when we think about the absence of a mother and how uh, Diana's death impacted Harry was that a tactic she used. I mean, we're talking about a woman who used hand creams and scents, like a, like a lure, like somebody would use on an animal if they were hunting them. So I don't... I no, it, this is so appropriate. I have this video. I was going to use it at one of my, my lives, but uh, my things, but I am actually going to use this video here. Okay. Okay. This is Meghan Markle, uh, like in 2014 or so, 13, when he, she was given an interview, okay? Okay. Wait. Let me give it, it, it back in the middle of your... Hang on, let me... Let me one guys, to meet another. <laughs> My mom always said, though, like, and I sort of love this analogy. She's like, but when your heart breaks, it's just open up for more love. This is that we're asking her um, oh, when she get lit. Best way to get over one, guys, to meet another. <laughs> My mom always said... That was her mom's advice. The best way to yeah. get over one guy if is... She believes that. We could be looking at a woman who thinks genuinely by outcasting her father, she is opening him up to more love. Okay? That is bonkers. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great little tidbit to say to somebody who's just come out of a horrible relationship. It's a lovely, lovely little analogy. But when we actually apply it to Megan, if she actually believed that, that is exactly what we've got in her wake. The 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 destroyed lives, the impact she's had on people, all of it is mad. Honestly, every single week somebody says something in the side chat. I'm like, oh my God, it all makes more sense now. Seriously, it really does. So thank you everyone for that. What do you think of the lawsuit, Megan Small? Harry's lawsuit? Yes. It's a bunch of garbage and it should have never gone to appeal. He lost it the first round. It should have been done with. The fact yeah. that he's being allowed to carry on. And the thing that pisses me off the most, and I mentioned it, I held a live this morning earlier before you guys. Okay. And I had mentioned this, that the UK taxpayers are paying the bill for the home office to fight this, right? That's coming from the taxpayers. This court case is being held behind closed doors. And it shouldn't be because if you guys are paying for it, you should be privy to the information that's being put out there. Now, mm -hmm. Harry claims that, oh, it should be behind closed doors because of private security matters. My guess is that Harry wants to talk about William and Catherine's security and what their security is like, and he demands he has the same as them. He doesn't understand he's not on the same level. Yeah. And while, and while this is going on, I think that it should also be held publicly because we know Harry and his lawyers are liars. They have lied before to the courts. Harry and his lawyers claim that Harry was um, chased by the paparazzi after leaving Wellchild at Kew Gardens. I have posted the video of Harry leaving the paparazzi on my Twitter page and there is nobody around him. And he's claiming he was chased by paparazzi leaving this event. It's right here. I know that there you go. <laughs> it didn't I, I didn't see a stream of people chasing him anywhere. Again, no, but no. just in case here it is. Damn. And I'm not being funny. Is it Harry that is like on record saying that? Or yeah. is that a quote that, that we've we've got from Harry? 
Is it what? Sorry, I didn't hear. Is it a quote from Harry, or do we have Harry saying that uh, on a video or whatever? He, um, his lawyers mentioned it in court. Yeah, yeah that's that's an extra two grand for the lawyer that day from Megan. Uh, just to can you just can you just put out a statement that my husband said this, please? Because <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to say he's the only royal, right? Who and he isn't, and I'm just going to say it now. He's, he's still a royal, right? That actively moans constantly. No one else is moaning. No one else is complaining. They're getting on with their jobs and they're doing their their, their duties to the people, and it's all getting a bit kind of pantomime-ish now. You know, like mm -hmm. Harry saying he's been getting chased down the street, Megan doing her pap walks, the expensive jewelry for the gym, and the outlandish things. And again, I keep referring back to this. Whatever happened to that money from their charity that they set up? Because someone went out to their office building and it was empty. And we're talking about a 10 million single donor. It's probably it's probably Harry to say uh, a ten million single donor and a couple of million. Uh, sure, if it was a fake donation to make them hyped up, fair enough. That ten million is unaccounted for, but there's still that two million, and two million is a lot of money. I, has anybody heard anything else about that? Because I keep trying to bring it up, and no one has any new information. I, right, Polly, you want to take that? Yeah, I mean the thing is though that the, the donation was given to Archwell in the United States, right? So as long as the person who donated the money writes it off on his end or her end, everything we don't need to know because donations can be made privately as long as Harry and Meghan reported it, you know, the person who's donating that money and does it the tax write-off. Because when you make donations, that's part of your tax write-off in the United oh, States. Oh, interesting. Yes, it's a tax write. Of course, you know, you, you, when you donate money, it's a tax write off. So it was, it was all just a public tax write off ploy. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, that that. that yeah, yeah. So the, as long as the person who donated the money uh, reports it in his income tax, because I'm sure they will, in order to have a huge tax write off. Yeah, of course. But if that yeah. is accounted for in the United States, we will never know because yeah. that, that's something with the IRS. But it's something to, to think about, you know? And and you know, Miriam Small, I was thinking about this because you said that that should have never been allowed to go move forward. And that's exactly what I've been saying because this jerk has been enabled every step of the way. Because when Eugenie and Beatrice lost the 24 seven security, uh, police security funded, you know, mm -hmm. um, they, they, I remember Prince Andrew in 2011 fighting you know, because he said, well, you know, they're, they're fifth and sixth in line to the throne and they're carrying royal duties. And Ravik said, no, yeah. <laughs> they will be protected when they carry out royal duties. But Harry is the fifth in line to the throne. So he's in the same position as Eugenie at the time. And you don't see Andrew taking uh, Ravik to court because that's like saying you guys don't know how to do your job. These people are professionals. They do this, you know, for mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And I was saying, Megan Small, that what Harry wants to do is to establish a precedent and say, wait a minute. Okay, if he gets the protection in the United Kingdom, he's yeah. going to say, wait a minute. But if you think I'm in danger because you're giving me protection in England, then I'm in danger everywhere. Yeah, I get you. I just want to say as well, that was me asking a question about this. I'm not meaning to bring up old news. It's just fascinated me since I found out about this at the start of the year. And I've just been wanting to see if there's been any further adaptations of uh, where this money has gone. But that's a good, that's a really good uh, theory on the on the write off.
Uh, Megan Small. Yes. Well, before you came on, we were discussing about the kids and the titles and Christmas and all of this. And oh, obviously, <laughs> I'm the simpleton out of the group here, right? So I just I, I put the coloured shapes together uh, in, a, in a simple <laughs> way. And it seems to me, and again, I might be uneducated here as I often am on the show. This is just a deal now so he can see his kids and they can keep their titles. Right, I mean that's that's where we're. And again, before anyone says in the chat side chat, I'm speculating. Okay, I'm just having a conversation here, allegedly. Um, do you think that's what's going to happen? I don't know if I've already asked you this. Maybe I have already asked you this. I'm man flu and hard, so if I if I repeat myself, I apologize. No, oh, poor baby. First of all, yeah, right? <laughs> you poor thing. I feel for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I honestly, I I feel like, look, Charles needs to quit being such a wet wipe. My opinion. <laughs> And he needs to grow a backbone. He needs to take his per his balls out of Megan's purse and oh. put them on because he is the king. He has already done so much and has given so much to Harry and Megan. And how have they repaid him each time? By spitting in his face, right? Like yeah. he Don's just said the world's longest humiliation ritual. Okay. That's Again. Thank you, Don, because that all makes sense. When we yeah. apply something outlandish as this to it, it makes sense. You know, Megan's an alien. That makes sense too, because it's so far from what uh, we consider normal human um, thought process and things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like, I feel like, you know what? After Harry and Megan had their one year in California and when they came up for their review after Megxit, when they decided that they didn't want to return as working members, everything should have been scrapped then. You don't want to be working members. You want to be private citizens. Okay, you don't have any titles. You can't use Harry's prince titles. You can't go around calling yourself Princess Meghan of America. You can't go around calling your children prince and princess. Be Mr. and Mrs. Rachel Ragland, okay? You want to be private citizens? We're all racist. The royal family is so terrible. Then don't have anything to do with us. That should have happened after their one-year review. But so far, Charles kept giving. He kept giving and giving. And every single time he kept giving, they've just spat in his face. Uh -huh. he's, he's given the children titles. He updated the website to reflect that they are prince and princess, despite nobody knowing where these children came from. Despite yeah. nobody knowing, like, even if Invisibet actually exists, yeah. right? But then, but then the thing is, is that we're, we're just supposed to all sit back and just be okay with Harry and Meghan trashing the royal family with nobody asking questions. Uh -huh. And it's getting to the point where King Charles, if he doesn't do anything, he's going to, yeah, he's going to be looked as the wet wipe of the monarchy. Worse than a wet wipe. That's that's a really good point. I think as well, a lot of what the monarchy does is behind closed doors. It's very much a British stiff upper lip situation. But Caroline Woodward coming in from out of left field with it's all a distraction and Ron's brain has mm -hmm. just spiraled. So now I need to go back and look at the date that they left the royals to today and look at all the madness that's happened in the world and look at when articles have come out, when wars have started, when oil's been, all of that. Interesting theory, Caroline. I could probably get lost in rabbit holes all night uh, off of that. They are a global distraction factor because that's interesting. Every let, me, let me read you something, guys, and see what you guys think. This is from an article. I'm actually going to do a video about this. Megan's Molin Ron. 
new mega mall endgame with its pernicious revelations especially in the Dutch version now pulled off the bookshelves, is gravely undermining the very heart of Charles' reign. It is also weakening Charles, where he and the royal family are needed most, the 57, the 56-member Commonwealth of Nations. The Commonwealth is actively under economic and military assault by Russia and China and Africa, the Caribbean and the Indo-Pacific. This absurd and needless drama is not about Team Sussex or Team Wales. It is about what is best for Team UK. And that means sidelining Harry and Meghan in their implied accusations of racism and the royal family, which are recklessly and foolishly giving Moscow and Beijing currency throughout the Commonwealth. Harry has had ample opportunities to put king and country first, choices one would think easy, given that his father is king. Instead, he and Meghan have repeatedly put both last. They subjected even the late Queen Elizabeth II to say nothing of the UK and its citizens to an unending, unending cascade of childish soap opera. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's definitely a soap opera, 100%. It is, it's a madness and a nonsense, for sure. For it's sure. been a soap opera since the day Meghan had Harry put out that stupid statement about stay away from my girlfriend. And she, look, I said it earlier this morning also, she was the one who sowed the seeds of racism from the day that Harry made that statement about stay away from my girlfriend, Meghan Markle. We've noticed sexist and racist um, statements and comments among in social media. And this was the woman who was claiming that we don't have tabloids in America. I don't read those things. I just look at The Economist, right? Like she just claims that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Look, the fact, what pisses me off the most is that you don't see this kind of public disrespect with any other royal families or elite families, right? We don't see this kind of disrespect with royal families of any other realm. We don't see any spares disrespecting the monarch or anything, but it's happening within the UK monarchy and King Charles doesn't have the cojones to get it together. Yeah. Probably probably human rights laws in our country cover Harry from being dragged by his, his, his dad by horse and carriage through the streets of London to reclaim the honour of the country. Let um, me tell you, Ron, my apologies for... Um, jumping in there but sure. had this happened 30 years ago they'd still be pulling out the guillotine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, you're not wrong when we look at how you know the the royals have been treated over time all the rest of it we are now in the digital era we are seeing mm -hmm. the the vast expansion of information and how it spreads and megan is at the center of it all yeah. i again i don't know if it's my brain with uh, being a bit fluey but I just keep going back to this whole preordained plan in Megan, and then also this distraction theory. That's really knocked me sideways because it's going to be interesting when we see data points, times when things have happened that line up with world events. And it, it might be uh, an interesting theory for me. Uh, have we rant about one night? Because it could, I mean, you've got to understand that distractions are key, are key points in uh, a lot of countries. Uh, political political and um, journalistic tactics, sorry. Distractions mm -hmm. are a thing. Anyway, the man flu is winning. I, I'm waffling. So 
what what do you guys think in the side chat? Give us you know your your interpretation of what, what we're talking about. Hit us with any questions you want as well. Uh, we're having a lot of people talking about the race train, race baiting, and stuff like that. We've we've covered that a couple of times, and I think it, it has been a major topic with obviously these individuals who were named a couple of weeks ago and the backlash that's come from that. Has there been anything else that's been touched on in the last few days with regards to all of that, Paula or Megan? that's come out or is it just a case of oh well we've named him this guy's life's destroyed now and we're just moving on to the next nonsense well i think it's really insane that that we have the likes of tessa dunlop all the all the reporters are talking that it's great that the names were came out because you know now we can talk about have this conversation and i'm thinking which fucking, I'm sorry, conversation are you talking about? About a non-existent racism within the royal family? Yeah. Are we really going to have a conversation that's something about something that never happened? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and I see this and like, and the royal races were named and we should have a conversation about this. And, and I'm wondering, you, and I've said this before, why are they dominating? Why are they taking it for granted that that weasel of, of Omitskobi, did you hear that Megan Small, that, that Omitskobi said, you remember all the interviews that he went on? Oh, I've never written the names in any, in any copy I've written of this book. Never. I never wrote the names on any of the copies. And it turns out that's a lie. It turns out that he did write the names in an earlier copy or the copy that I'm, I'm sure he sent it on purpose. You know how know. sick, you know how sick Omid is? The fact that he went on live television and he swore on his family's life. I swear on my family's life, hand on heart. I swear on my family's life. I didn't do it. And you're a liar. Yeah. Like that tells me you're number one. I would never swear anything on my family's life. And number two, you just blatantly lied about swearing this on your family's life. So obviously your family doesn't mean anything to you. Mm. That just tells me about what kind of person he is also. And it tells me that Megan likes to hang out with people that reek on her own level. Water <laughs> always speaks its own level. And he's yeah. in Los Angeles enjoying night. He's posting pictures of expensive restaurants. He just came and dropped these horrendous, defaming slander on two people because basically what he did is accused Charles and and Catherine of a crime, of a hate crime. Because according to how according to Megan's version of events, she was bullied so heavily. The, the, the abuse was so much that she had to leave, not even the UK, the entire continent, you know. That's how badly she was. So she has suffered a great loss because she lost, she missed out on being a royal because the very same royals were pushing her out of the monarchy because that's what's been said in this book. Yeah, okay. Well, like I say, we're all hating on the book. I'm sure as soon as it's released, it will be the focal point of a lot of the things we're talking about and, you know, getting... Been released, Ron. Oh my God, it's been released. I thought, listen, I thought this was all happening. I thought this was all up and coming. So Scobie's book is out. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Googling it now. All right, I apologize. For the last two weeks, I've been waiting on this book. He calls Catherine his step for wife. Um, oh, this is all out now. This is all out and happened. Oh my God. I need to go and get this book and read this book now. No, you don't. I'll send you the version that I got on, on, on WhatsApp. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the one where he doesn't get any money. Crazy. Yeah, out. Oh, man. I need to like read your post before we come on alive, Paula. Uh, that's that would crazy. be good. 
So there it is there, Obed Scooby Endgame. Wow. Yeah, it's out, and it's filled with lies. I mean, the first few pages is talking about himself. You think the book is about him. Yeah. Did you read Man's Mole? What, his book? Uh-huh. Hell no. I Someone mean, their book is not only his. No, I didn't. Someone sent me the free copy of it. I mean, a couple people did, and I... Why would I waste my time on that garbage? I saw so many people that claim that they don't like uh, Megan and Harry or Omid or they're like against them or resist their BS, basically run out and buy this book and just read it. And I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Apparently, Omid's book only sold 6,480 copies in the first week. Wait a second. Is this where the guy was named for being a racist? Yeah. No, it's in the Dutch version. It's, it's a Dutch the, version. The Dutch version. And oh, he man. threw the translator. He hasn't apologized to the translator because well, he basically is... was trying to take away the livelihood of this lady, saying that she made up all these things, which is a serious thing. What do you think, Megasmo? I um, I think if nobody does anything, these guys are just going to keep continuing like freaking tornadoes and causing havoc everywhere they freaking go. I mean, when they were in New York, they faked that massive car chase. The New York taxpayers were stuck with a massive bill because they had to bring more police to investigate what actually happened. So they had to pay police in overtime. They had to bring more security in. They had to investigate the entire thing. And guess who got stuck with the bill? The New York taxpayers. Harry and Meghan went to the Netherlands, cost them, the taxpayers there, a ton of money. Yet we don't know what happened with, like, say, the $30 million they got from them for Invictus. What about Germany? They went to Dusseldorf. They received nearly 40 million pounds, I mean, 40 million euros for Invictus, and we don't know what happened with the money there. There are so many things that they have done wrong, but nobody stops them, which emboldens them to do more shit. If say, if I was one of the translators, I would be filing a lawsuit against Harry and Meghan and the their agencies since uh, Omid decided to rope them in as well. But the fact that no one is doing anything just lets them do whatever they want. They just keep, they're like a bull in a china shop. If nobody stops them, they're going to smash everything until there's nothing left. And that's what Megan's going to do. She has it out for Catherine. She has it out for the royal family. She's not going to stop until Charles finally grows a pair of nuts and says that's enough. You know what's frustrating? I, I don't know if you've been watching this, Megan Small, but I saw Angela Levin, uh, people from the talk show, uh, Kinsey Schofield, you know, was, uh, you know, she does talk TV, right? In GB News. She was yeah. invited to come and this lady said to her, well, I think Harry deserves because he went to Afghanistan and he sacrificed his life for us, you know, and by fighting for the uh, against the Taliban he um he basically made himself a target and and, and Kinsey tried to push back because you know she's she's a guest there and yeah. she says well he was boasting about killing 25 you know which is you don't do yeah. that and then yeah. the woman goes he wasn't boasting I know I don't understand I this I don't, it drives me mental too because I watch some of these UK reporters and they're constantly like, oh, we should welcome Harry back into the family. We should we should allow him to come back. Would you allow a treacherous snake back into your family? I sure as hell wouldn't. It makes me sick. 
Like these are the same people that are reporting on Harry and they're claiming, oh, you should allow him to come back into the family and join the royal family. You should just forgive him for what he's done. He hasn't stopped doing what he's done. Uh -huh. He hasn't. He it never but it's incredible that these journalists, you know, I, I really dislike people who, who, who one day say one thing and the next day another one. Like, and I've been saying it's hard even when I talk about Harry or something like that. I can understand sometimes you have some 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 ideas or maybe uh, you know theories of something behavior. But as I was saying to Ron, Harry after he did the Oprah thing, he had a chance to correct himself, and instead he's gone worse and worse and worse and worse. You know, he could have asked for that interview not to be aired while his grandpa was dying. His grandmother already had bone cancer. You, you know, it, it, it is just a terrible, terrible. It was kicking a dog while down. And that yeah. is, you know, and, and these are the people because the queen really loves the queen. Whatever you may say, she loved her family. She was a very family lady. And, and you know, and, and maybe that was her downfall because she allowed many things to, to, to happen, you know, that maybe she would have been stricter with Charles and Andrew. I don't know, you know, but, mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is that he knew these are his grandparents, you know, you may have anger, anger against your, 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 your father or mother. You know, we saw that in spare when he said he wanted, what was it that he said, man, small, that he wanted to bomb Charles. It was something what, what he was yeah. doing. He, he mind controlled the typhoon fighter jet. And instead of taking out his father, he took out the shed instead. Mind-controlled a yeah. fighter plane. Okay, yeah, sounds really, really likely, of course, yeah. I mean, if I said that, trust me, if I put that on my Twitter page, hey, I'm I'm going to mind-control a Typhoon fighter jet yep. to take out King Charles. If yeah, I you're getting arrested. That's what's happened with you. You're getting yeah. arrested yeah. and dragged into a dark room to be questioned about the legitimacy of your threats. You know, yeah. I agree with you there. I agree 100%. Yeah. But no, nothing. You're right, Megan Small. They, they, he's been allowed. Him and Megan. This is why I think Ovitskovi feels so smug, because he he feels that you know they, they they've tested the waters. The abuse has escalated, because there were no repercussions after the Oprah thing. Now Megan and then Harry went on Tom Bradley said no, there there were no royal races, and that must have pissed Megan off. And mm -hmm. then Megan says yes, there there wasn't just one royal races; it was two. You know, okay. and she named them. Look, and she's a, a liar. She's been proven in court to be a liar. Her stories have always been lies. She's been caught out in lies. Why would people think that this time she would be honest? Why would they believe that Omid Scobie, who blatantly lies about the silliest things also, would be honest? We why these names being out would only benefit one person, and that's Megan. But we're supposed to believe that she didn't give the names to Omid. Omid, who said in an interview, Yeah, I saw the letters, I saw the names that are in the letters, but due to British British laws, I can't mention them, I can't repeat them. He said he saw it, but then he goes, I don't know what the names are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I'm with you. I just want to say, everybody in the side chat, make sure you smash the like, make sure you subscribe. You guys are on fire tonight. I keep reading comments and having little giggles in the side here, so keep it up. Uh, give me, give me two you seconds. Know what's terrible? Just... 
Sorry, oh, just give me two seconds. You hold the fort. I'm just running uh, down to get a bag of ice. Well, so, yeah, man, you know what's really upsetting for me? It's like I saw this that uh, this uh, this woman talking on on I think it was GB News or something like that, and she goes, "Well, poor Harry, you know, it's not his fault. He was born a prince, you know, and 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 of course we have a duty as a nation to to take care of our." And I'm like. Uh, I mean, and this is an educated person saying that on national television. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is that people, while they're feeling sorry for Harry, they don't realize Harry has a brother. Look at William. Why hasn't he turned out damaged like Harry? Why? They both have gone through the same things. They both have gone through the same tragedy of losing their mother. Diana was both William's and Harry's mother. But the difference is that Harry is not, Harry is monetizing his mother's death and just using that for his own whatever sick, twisted fantasy he wants to live out. And Megan walking around in public trying to look like she's something's wrong with her because she looks like a praying mantis. I mean, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that was funny. Someone, someone in my comments said that her legs look like two golf clubs. And it's pretty, that's pretty accurate too. But it's this is why Megan hates Catherine. Look at that. This is tonight at the Yeah, I saw that. That's the same dress she wore to the wedding in Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's the same. Yeah. I, I wish she had she had worn something new. She deserves it. She looks great in that. It's okay. No, I know, but I, I wish she has worn something new and super fabulous, you know, just to oh. say, you know, because she deserves Because believe it or not, this must be causing a lot of mental and emotional stress on this woman. Of course, it would on anyone. Nobody wants to be labeled a racist, but the thing is, nobody believes it. Nobody believes Megan's bullshit. Like, Megan honestly thought that she could just say this about Catherine and people are going to eat it up. We've seen Catherine since the day she started dating William. We've known her character. We've never seen or heard anything about her being racist. But with Megan, we've heard a lot about her past behavior and how she bullies staff. We hear about how mean she is to people that work beneath her. We hear how she treats people that she doesn't find to be interesting to her or can do anything for her. But we're, mean, supposed, but we're supposed to believe that Catherine is a racist. We're supposed to believe that Catherine is mean. We see children gravitate towards Catherine. Animals gravitate towards her. But then with Megan, they, they run, run away. Horror. They run away. They get scared. They scream. <laughs> <laughs> they can smell the sulfur from the devil. <laughs> they can smell the sulfur, allegedly. Yeah, absolutely. No, but you're, you're right there. You're right. But you know, you know, that's something that's really interesting to me because Megan Small, you and I are mothers, right? And and Ron, you're of that. Yep. But it's the first time I've seen in a world stage a woman who is a devoted, loving mother and working as well being trashed for being a devoted, loving mother to her three kids. Yeah, that's that's because it's high school rules in this situation. Megan is the ultimate mean girl from high school, the way she talks about people, if that makes sense, you know? But I don't think she knows how to be a mother. So she can't put herself in, a, in the place of any mother because I really don't think Megan is, is a mother. Because if you were a mother and you took care of your kid, even if you have a nanny, you would know what it entails. 
Yeah, you know, okay. that's yeah. I get I get what you're saying about the nanny stuff, but that for me, traditionally the royals, they were you know in the Diana era anyway. There was a lot of traveling with the kids and you know doing things with the kids and mm -hmm. all the rest of it. I'm sure there were situations where parents were away and the nannies were raising and educating and all this kind of stuff. But I think Megan is it's just so extreme where she's taking herself out of the royals. And I believe what we're trying to get at is possibly she is then implicating nannies to raise her kids. Who is that? Oh, men with hair curlers. <laughs> Miles Queen. There we go. Um, so it's, it's interesting. We've got uh, 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 Tatty NYC saying she's Doria 2.0. That's interesting. So listen, let's just assume for a second I know everything about Doria. And I'm not asking you this because I don't know anything about Doria. And I'm asking you for the public. What is your opinion on Doria? What do you think her situation and the impact that she's had on Megan has uh, has done for this situation? And with her back, she's back on the scene now, though, right? I mean, she's not out of Megan's life now. Were they not with the Kardashians a couple of weeks ago? Cell block six Doria. <laughs> I think Thomas Markle said it was cell block nine. <laughs> well, I asked Thomas Markle about that. I said I had sent in a super chat and I have it screenshotted too. I think you were there, Paula. Yeah, I was the one hosting the, the live. Yeah. I asked, uh, hey, Tom, can you just shake your head, nod yes or no? Was Gloria Raglan hanging out in cell block six for 10 years or where was she? And he said something about, did you see that show, Orange is the New Black? And then I yeah. kind of got my answer there. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but something that's incredible, you know, Doritos. I don't know where Doritos is, but if you notice this, she knows when to stay out of the limelight because she only comes out for the good bits. When she went to the, when they need the black card, the semi-black card, because Gloria is also mixed race. But when they, when they, when Megan won that NAACP award. Yeah. for blackness that and this is you know ron you know you were talking about shady business things or money things yeah. with well yeah. at the NAACP, correct me if i'm wrong megan small they donated archwell donated one hundred thousand dollars to NAACP, and then archwell won the award of the night which him with one hundred thousand dollars, and he went to one of their awards for the night, and then also they joined up with NAACP to give out an Archwell NAACP uh, diversity or some BS award that I haven't heard anything from after that because it was awarded to one of their own staff. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just one big money laundering scheme. With the money, I'll give it to you, and then you give it back to me in, yeah. in a way that looks. And Doria was there. Look, I don't trust Doria. I still want to know why Doria was given an allowance by the royal family. I want to know why. Yeah, I want to know why she was given money from the royal family. No one, no other family member has ever. Could you imagine if it came out that Catherine's family received like some sort of money from the royal family? There'd be outrage. But cell block six Doria, who nobody knows about, don't know where she came from, wasn't involved in Megan's life, didn't care, as Tom Bauer wrote in his book, wasn't even interested in raising Megan. Yeah. She was spent more time sitting on the stoop smoking doobies. Allegedly. Uh, no, Tom Bauer wrote in the book. <laughs> no, this is Tom Bauer. Uh, Tom Bauer is saying Yeah, well, you can never have too many allegedly, lady. I'm just throwing another one out there, allegedly. 
<laughs> but he said that Doria was too busy smoking the ganja out on the stoop and didn't really care for Megan. And when I see that Megan is never with these children, it it said it tells me the same thing. If Tom Bauer said that Doria didn't care to raise Megan, then maybe that's where she got it as well. That's why she doesn't care about the kids. They're just a paycheck to her. Right. Damn. It's amazing how depressing this gets the more we sort of look at the real uh, the, the, the realness behind it all, if I'm being honest. That's why I always say I hope those little phantom hostage children don't exist, but apparently they do. Yeah, the, best, the best outcome is paid actors yeah. in this situation, if I'm being honest. I think about it, like my, my little one is the same age as Archie, right? And I think about like he loves going, like he has recently um, bought a bunch of ornaments for our tree. I let him decorate our tree. And he has right. picked out like, he's picked out donuts, um, pizza, and nice. like a hot dog ornament. Like my tree is covered in junk food, but he's excited about doing these things. He likes yeah. going to the Christmas market and picking out different items and bringing it home. Hi. Hi. But then, but then he's just like, but then I think about Archie and it's like these kids, they don't have anyone. They have no family. They don't know anyone around them. Not even Doria's family. No one. They don't get around. Do they even see outside? It it depresses you. Like you. Yeah. Know. Well, like I say, hopefully they do. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they're paid actors. I mean, it's horrible to think that there could be um, a lack of an enjoyable life for those kids around mm -hmm. uh, Meghan and Harry. Of course, um, it is quite sad to think. So, like I say, I sleep at night by just assuming they're paid actors. But Aftermath, yeah. welcome. I just want to say before you turned your camera off there, I had a great joke to make about your turtleneck about the milk tray man from about 15 years ago on British television. But oh, she's <laughs> back. She's got her tactical espionage polo neck on this evening. Uh, loving that. It's very cold. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Very it's cold. very cold. I love a turtleneck. So yeah, what's wrong with that? Do you remember <laughs> the milk tree guy adverts, though? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, God, that? yes, I do. <laughs> And the Coca-Cola one, remember that one? Uh-huh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to sort out my daughter. <laughs> How are we all? Yeah, I just want to say something. Listen, Lorraine, I get it, okay? I Believe it or not, this is, I've got a lot on my plate every day, okay? I'm trying really hard. I appreciate you, you whipping the cracking the whip at me a bit. I get that. I will do better. I will try better. You have to give Ron a break because he overlooks everybody's accounts. Yeah, listen, Ron paralyzed his face, completely paralyzed on one side a couple of weeks ago. So maybe I missed the book launch because I was sitting in a dark corner wondering if I was ever going to have a smile again. But it turns out I will. So it, it, it's OK. It's OK. But no, 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 I'm not uh, I'm not putting that out there for sympathy. But yeah, I do miss a lot. I will be honest. There's a lot that I do that isn't just this podcast on the channel as well. So there, there, there is a lot. But I will try and do better. I will. I will do. I will do better. I promise. I mean, Ron, you have small kids too, and you, Tina, you have kids. You know, Mega yeah. Small was saying that when when she, her kid who was about Archie's age, you know, and you know, Mega Small, you were talking, and and Harry, you know, he, I'm sure Archie would have loved to go to the hockey game or mm. to the Formula One yeah. thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as you say it out loud, my brain goes, "Yes, but that takes a light off, light off Megan." You know, yeah. that's that's yeah. the sad truth. That is the sad yeah. truth. You know, look at the different. And again, I keep going back to this. She could have been the next Diana. They should have played this differently. They could have been the most famous couple in the world. Blah blah blah. She is terrified that something is going to take away the limelight from her. And those kids are the next big 
check for her or the next big missed check for her if somebody gets photos of them outside or anything like that. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, they're letting them build interest, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Ready for the moment. <laughs> Did I get vaccinated? Did I, hell, get vaccinated? <laughs> Come on. They had, they had to send a literal legal letter from the courts to register my children for birth certificates and immunizations and, and, and literally everything. I'm a difficult customer when it comes to... Uh, following the rules set out by the establishment, sadly, allegedly. No, but what do you guys think? You know, Mayans Molly were saying that, that Princess Diana was Harry's and William's mom, right? And let's not forget that William was two years older than Harry, so he was more aware of what was going on, and he was closer to Princess Diana than Harry. Yeah, yeah. I would think that, you know, with um, everything we heard about what Diana shared with William, at a young age for someone who shouldn't have been hearing those things from his mouth, from his mother's mouth, you would think that William would have been the one that would have been messed up. Mm. But the fact that he has done so well in his life is so well adjusted. And as a woman who's in her thirties, I think when seeing him growing and being a family man, it doesn't get much more sexier than that. He's stable. He cares about his family. He doesn't care about the gossip. And then you got his brother, who's a complete tornado of a freaking train wreck. The guy talks about his illegal drug use. He talks about uh, sticking Elizabeth Arden cream on his todger and then yeah. how it reminds him of his mother. Yeah, like, that, was, that was a wild take, Harry. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. If, if there's ever anything that backs up the theory, <laughs> this is the, the, the longest humiliation ritual ever. It's that statement there. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I agree. And it's just, you would think that William, being as close as he was to his mother, the one who was pushing Kleenex underneath the door while she was crying, right? He mentioned that. He would be the one that would be more damaged. But Harry... Harry found a wife who knows that he's emotionally stunted, who's easy to manipulate, and she's mm -hmm. just pressing all the right buttons. She's got him isolated from his family, from his friends. He's got all he's got is Lot Lizard Megan and Cell Block Six Doria. Those are the only two people around him. You're telling me that's a good influence? The guy, like, I've never seen so many photos of Harry looking zonked out of his mind when he's with Doria and Megan. If yeah, you look at photos, you will see the guy has, his pupils are like pinpricks. He looks out of it constantly. I never saw him like that when he was hanging out with William and Catherine when they were the trio. Yeah. I I spoke about this and he's, he's almost dead beyond the eyes in... in you see that in Johnny Depp, and like I see that in The Woman's Refuge. You know, the, these women with there was nothing there because whatever they were, it's gone. And we see him with William and his family. He was alive, you know. He was, yeah. It, it's it's the demise really mm -hmm. of a man in front of our eyes, and he's like succumbed to this woke world. And it is ridiculous to watch Harry and like all the sugars when they come at you going, oh, you're jealous. And it's like, you're right, Megan Small, you know? Really? William couldn't be any more sexier right. if he tried based no. off the fact that he's a good, strong, stable man Very and a dad. Yeah. And, you know, it, Harry is a whining mess, you know? And, and it, it's not sexy at all. It, it's, mm, 
Could you yeah. imagine having sex with a whiny brat like Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, the awkward conversation <laughs> where he's like, "Megan, can you throw on this uh, blonde bob wig for me, please?" And uh, let's get busy. Elizabeth Arden cream on my todger. Do you know oh. what? For, for me and his mommy, birth, like, mommy. <laughs> when he speaks about when um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Lilibet come home and Harry and Megan were doing skin on skin. Now that's the baby and the parent is meant. Yeah. Doing skin on skin, we all know what that is. Yeah. But Megan was cradling Harry, skin on skin, <laughs> whilst taking time out to journal as well, whilst reaffirming to him that you are no longer the spare. You're now a man, and for that, I love you. Emasculating <laughs> him at the same time whilst he's, you know, bit bit on her. It's weird. It I is. I've got so many images in my head right now that I do, do you not guys need. think that that's why he my said head. in the book spare that he was mounting that woman because he wanted to make himself sound virile because Meghan Markle emasculates him completely? I, I wouldn't put a passing <laughs> for a second that Meghan is the type to tell Harry that he's got a small wiener, but then five <laughs> seconds later tell him just like Jada <laughs> ever. Oh, you're the best I've ever had in bed, Harry. Too bad your wiener is so small. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, okay. The royal, the royal, the royal like packages. Kind of that you know, they give you a compliment and then they take you down. Yeah, yeah. it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. That's exactly what she. Oh, you're so great in bed. You rock my world. Why were you so quick though? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, algorithm. Okay, this is a play we're talking about. We're talking about a movie. Okay. I dipped in on the way home and I heard you speaking about King Charles, and I've been thinking today. And the thing is with King Charles, he had a small window. Helped by Harry and Meghan doing what they were doing, and the nation grieving the Queen, where it almost <laughs> humanized the man. And he had this small window, which he would never have had if these events hadn't have rolled out, it would have just been like the wet blanket, you know. And he's had this <laughs> moment, but this is the clock is ticking for him now, yeah. Because uh, just... yeah, only one. carry on, carry on. Uh, no, I, no, my, what I've got to say is completely pointless, so please carry on with something. Uh, now I'm just saying the clock is ticking for him now sure. and people are starting to get angry and yeah. be reminded of the trolls that we had. Yeah, I agree. I just want to say anybody who watched that section there about their love life, I can guarantee you Sean's going to cut that out of the live stream as soon as this ends. So you've seen it here, people. That's why you need to make the lives, okay? That was a, that was a risky two minutes there. It was like a Matrix scene dodging through the algorithm. So you, you know you that. Laughing, you were laughing. Oh, I was, I, I, was, I was proper laughing. Don't you worry. It was a good moment. But it's just, it's you don't want to be in the conversation with women, Ron. Trust me, we're talking I, listen, about I, I can hold my own with the ladies. Right, okay? I, know, I know what cuticles are. Okay, we can all put on face masks and have a great fucking girly fest. Okay, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. You know, I've got three girls. I've got three girls. Uh, so. Can you imagine how, how emasculated Harry is talking about women that way? I mean, he's that misogynist pig, like calling the poor matron a mousy looking and her hair. I mean, it's horrible. And I think he feels that way because Megan trashes him, like you say, Megan Small. You know, it's like, oh, you know. It's like, I remember one time a lady gave me a compliment. He goes, oh, my God, you're so brave wearing that dress. And I'm like, 
Is that, I mean, is that nice? I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare wear it. It's like, is that fucking compliment or is she? <laughs> That's a really brave choice in a haircut or dress. That is the most backhanded compliment ever. Exactly. So yeah. Oh, man. I I need to go now downstairs and get a cold drink. So please hold down the fort whilst I try and juggle this man flu. Many as well. So oh, I mean, what do you think of the kids? Honestly, you know that I tried to get five times the birth certificate, a copy of the birth certificate. You are entitled to get a copy of the birth certificate. It says copy um, from uh, Lilibet, Diana Mountbatten Windsor in California. Wasted money. Mm -hmm. I got back a letter saying that, you know, re re review your details because, you know, to make sure because they tell you they don't give you the money back. Yeah. You know, this is why they went before you submit the request, they say to for you to check all mm -hmm. the and people tell me, why don't you look for it in I can't in Ohio or something like that? And it's like that's not the point. The point is that it's in California that we should look for it. What do you think? I really don't know what to think. I don't I don't know. Like this kid, we know that well, it's my opinion that mm -hmm. Megan is never pregnant. It's my opinion that she never gave birth to Invisibet. We need to know if this child is within the line of succession, the public has a right to know where she's coming from, especially if she's been and be known as a princess. Doesn't make sense. How I don't understand how an American born child can be princess of the UK. Yeah. No. It doesn't make like, what is this circus act? Like, this is a serious circus act, and Harry and Meghan are the main events, and they've turned the royal family members into the sideshow. They have. They have. That's what, it's what do you guys think Charles is having such a hard time putting an end to this? Forget about being the son, because he's ruthless when he wants to be. So he forget about that. I don't think it's Harry because Harry is his son. I don't buy that. He probably doesn't want Harry to say anything inflammatory against Camilla. He probably doesn't want any hate towards Camilla. That's what I think. I think like this whole royal racist row thing, like we all know Charles and Camilla had conversations about it. Tom Bauer mentioned it in his book and there was never any pushback on that. From the royal family right so it kind of tells me that maybe there's some truth that it was charles and camilla but look catherine got thrown under the bus so camilla doesn't get attacked if she was the one who said something that's and just oh my like, god hasn't catherine got thrown under the bus yeah some of the stuff out there He's is constantly getting thrown under the bus and for mm -hmm. he is the she is the most useful thing that the royal family has right now the most decent one, that's yeah, for sure. she's the jewel in the royal family. It's not Camilla. It's not anyone else. It's Catherine. And instead of protecting her because people like Catherine, they're just letting her take the fall, just letting her deal with the issues. What? And I feel bad for them. Hmm. I feel really bad for William and Catherine. And a part of me is, if he doesn't do anything, is it going to get to the point where William's like, pick sort of kind of thing? It's and almost I'm like I wonder... Out? I, I feel like Harry and Meghan, in my opinion, are going for the inner crux of the family to try and divide and separate from within with all of this now. That's my opinion. They can't get to them. They can get to them and people can throw grenades, but because they, they're they not breaking their silence, they're going for the jugular, you know? And, and they know how that family works within, and I think Harry's trying to, you know, 
separate from within. That's my opinion. What do you think, Megan Small? I think um, I think Harry is an idiot. In my opinion, <laughs> I think that Harry is. I believe that Harry is a security threat to his family. I yeah. wouldn't put it past Harry for one second to have gotten taken some of his illegal substances that he has ranted and raved about taking and ran his mouth to who knows god knows who in california about how the security works within the palace i wouldn't be surprised if harry ran his mouth to the wrong person explaining to them how to get to the royal oh never mind megan markle did that in omit scobie's finding freedom where she mentioned how to get down to the royal the vault, vault. Where all yeah. the jewels are and that's you know, actually espionage you're not supposed to know that's like a secure area it's like basically giving the layout of the white house in a book I mean, Sussex squatties have been saying, oh, well, you can get like the layout of the palaces on Google. You can find, no, this guy, they were giving explicit instructions on like which elevator you take, which hallway, how far down you go. It's explicit information like that. Harry is a security threat to the royal family. Harry isn't a threat, like he doesn't deserve any kind of protection or anything, but you best believe the royal family does. Remember when Meghan Markle made that incendiary claim that the royals are racist on Oprah, and then we get the whole, what, what, what? Yeah, what the hell was that? When that happened, the Wales family received over a million death threats. Mm -hmm. The risk and factor increased, and right now it's the same thing for Catherine right now. The mm -hmm. risk factor, Tenfold, the roof. tenfold. I've been seeing Sussex squaddies post photos of Catherine online with the triple K hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say it's... that three letters because of the algorithm. That's why I said triple K. But um, yeah, yeah. But um, but I feel like the Sussex squad are nothing but racist. They want to claim that the royal family is racist, but you don't see people who support the royal family, such as myself and others, doing what they do. I'm not photoshopping clan hoods on anyone. I'm not calling anyone any names. I'm just asking questions that I want to know the answer to, legitimate questions. I'm exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not asking to see Archificial and Invisibet. I could care less about those children. I just want to see the proof that they belong within the line of succession. That's mm -hmm. it. That's exactly <laughs> the same thing. That's that's why my yeah. whole channel started because it's all these things, you know, that why aren't why is it so wrong to ask questions? And you know, I get a lot of people telling me, so why do you care? Why do you keep talking? Don't talk about them. No, that's what they want. They want us to forget about it. Mm -hmm. And they just, you know, they can do whatever they want and they shouldn't be called out. And you know, poor Harry and poor Megan. And you know, you say that nobody believes the racist accusations. Now, in the book, I disagree with that because I've been watching the news and I've seen reporters now, reporters on mainstream media saying that it's great that they were named. And so it is a fact. So the conversation can happen about this. There was a guy that Pierce Morgan interviewed from Jamaica, and he goes, the, the, the royal family are white supreme, you know, soup, you know, I don't want to say the word for the, but, and he goes, just because they're white, just because they're the British royal family. And I'm like, just, and I'm, I'm thinking, are you serious? Even you can see what's his name in, in uh, Pierce Morgan getting upset because nobody questions the Saudi Arabian family 
looking Saudi Arabian or the Japanese <laughs> royal, you know, exactly. royal family. Exactly. Or, but in, 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 and people say, oh, well, the, the royal and the, the British family with the racism. Actually, the Spaniards were before the British and the British never had racism in the United Kingdom, I believe. And they were the first one to abolish it. Yeah. 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 You know, but it, it's happening. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a minute. Like I could quite easily put together a montage that definitely makes it look a lot like certain members of the royal family are definitely racist, right? Not that they're saying anything, but when the Queen's former husband would go down a line and shake people's hands and purposely miss out, you know, the, the South Korean diplomat and then the Ugandan diplomat and then shake off. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out what I'm... Because for me, I'll be honest... I've always kind of felt like there was an underlying hint of racism within some of the royal family. In fact, it's, it's an ongoing joke about the Queen's... What was the Queen's husband called, Paula? Prince Philip. Thank you. An ongoing joke. I know, he's, he's your boy. I get it. Also, I've seen pictures of young Prince Philip. Yes. I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying. You know, he was a spicy guy. Um, Very handsome. Yeah, so maybe... Maybe he's got something wrong with his eyes. Maybe he's, you know, he's, you know, detrimental, can't see things properly. I don't know. But when you look at the footage, it definitely makes you think, oh, why has that happened? Now, I'm not saying he's racist. I'm not saying there's any racism going on. I'm just saying that for my whole life, it has been a bit of an ongoing joke that Prince Philip was, you know, living in the 1920s, shall we say, in his head. But again, there's a big difference between that and what is going on now so i'm just putting that out there just so that people understand that uh it's okay to have a difference of opinion we can the also... thing is plenty of families are coming out uh, biracial and they're coming out yep. and saying we have those conversations you know my sister's got ginger hair and it's always like oh i'm just gonna have you know it's the same form of conversation but yeah. you know and there's so many people out there defending them on that just that alone in the fact that that's the conversation that blew but like you said with oprah going what who was having those conversations but it was sort of presented in a way that the children wouldn't get their titles because of this wasn't it it was but then we had him go on tom bradbury and absolutely deny it all and now we have this silence it's just yeah and people got... have to put things into perspective because in the 1920s you have to, you can't say, oh, you can't judge somebody's behavior from the 1920s as it is now. Oh, of course. Oh, because but that's now not women are not women. I'm not going to say oh, anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so, so we can't say, because I'm pretty sure that 10 years from now, we're going to look at what's happening right now about that yeah. topic, and people are going to be, what were we thinking? You know? Yeah, it's, the, it's the, the point is that we can say, I remember when I was growing up, I'm 55. I remember the commercials were ironing boards and stuff like that for women. And even before then, it was worse than that. So this is why the queen was such a trailblazer, you know, because she was, I mean, she she was ruling all these men. This is back, mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. in when That's women a really, really good point. That is a really good point, uh, if I'm being honest. But again, my reference to the 1920s was really just, that's the impression he gave me. Um, and, you know, it was never anything disgusting it was never like oh throw out anyone that's not white or anything like that but no, prince philip you're on telly you're, you're on, maybe he just has maybe the whole concept of television and journalism is just completely over his head and he didn't realize he was on camera or whatever but uh but, yeah that's that's my point but can we just point out that harry himself is the one who has got 
as much evidence of him coming out with words in airports towards people uh -huh. Uh -huh. And, and costumes of course as well. uh -huh. Maybe for that maybe that was preset for this moment today who knows but yeah. harry out of any of them has got a backlog of moments like this. When they asked him where she was from, oh, she's from South Africa, but it's not like she's black or anything. Right? Yeah. About Chelsea Davy, he was asked where his girlfriend was when he started dating her. He says she's from South Africa. And then he immediately said, but it's not like she's black or anything. Well, don't you remember when Harry met that comedian, Stephen Amos? And then he said to him, you don't sound like a black guy, and the guy is black. I gotta run because I gotta go get my little one from yeah, school. that's okay. Thank you so much, okay. Megan. Make sure you follow Megan's mole, and uh, it's it's always Bye. a pleasure. Megan. Thank you, uh, and I'll see you guys on Friday. Then you sure will. Okay, and so, tomorrow, Paula. Bye. Bye. I, I have another confession to make. Okay. So, you know what? Obed's got Obed Scooby's got another book. There's something of freedom you were talking about. What he's got the freedom one, yeah, the finding yeah. freedom. But that was. Oh, well, you mentioned. Yeah, you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. You'd re, you know, he, he was involved with the writing of something of freedom. I thought you meant that movie about human trafficking. Uh, human oh. human moving, uh, the sound of freedom. So there's another tidbit for all you people out there who want to point and laugh at Ron. Uh, got that one wrong as well. So. Do you know what? I see a post today, and it was 2012, and it was when Catherine was pictured topless sunbathing. And um, it was a report on it, and it was Ahmed Scobie was one of the ones that brought it in US Weekly. And his mate, who's another one, a part of Endgame. And I was like, wow. But then I weren't sure, because that is allegedly, I don't know if someone's chopped that and create that. But I was like, I wonder. So I need to go and have a search on that, because that would be if he's a part of the story about Catherine in 2012. Then here he is today with like chapters about her. It makes you think, doesn't it? Uh huh. But is that, is that mean? Uh, apparently, Omid Scobie right now is living La Vida Loca in Los Angeles right now. He's mm -hmm. posting pictures of himself having dinner at these at these things. I mean, he just came and dropped the bomb, lied on national television in the United Kingdom, saying he had never written a book with the names in it, and now it's been proven that that is a blatant lie. You know, and it's um. Let me see Omid Scobie because I have him. Omid Scobie, he hasn't blocked me. No, he hasn't blocked me. You know, like this is him with the end game. Yeah. I, I mean yeah. and people say that he was that he was in, in, in California, and that's how Megan got the things from him. Because here he is at the Polo Lounge in California when he took a private plane from Los Angeles to Palm Spring to the Polo Lounge, where Harry was playing polo and they have lots of dinners and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and and he's at Nobu, another place where Megan goes a lot. He's he in the car lot. Maybe he's waiting for Megan. <laughs> <coughs> Too good. Yeah, the the the, the well-mannered husband just waiting outside for his missus to be finished, having her little lunch fest. It's a beautiful I thing. reckon he could potentially be a liability for Harry and Megan right now, though. Oh, Why? 
I just think, think I the... just think if if legal action's taken at any point and they don't support him, and naturally if they're put into a corner to support the royal, but in my opinion, they need to save that, and they want to. Oh. I just think he we... he will throw them under the bus. I don't think you know the new kids on the block kind of vibe with you. I just, I just think, yeah. Nah, you, want... you, you, you seeing that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's I, an absolute I, web. Yeah, it is an absolute freaking web. The it's thing like is that right now, yeah, I yeah. reckon. But the thing is that you don't mess with a gay man because he has a lot of shit on Meghan and Harry. Oh wait, sorry, my ADHD completely blanked what I was about to say there, and now I've remembered it. So, do you not think though what you just said there, Tina, right about mm -hmm. Scobie and um, not you know, being a, being a, an issue for Meghan and Harry? Maybe that's the plan. Maybe they're like, we'll give you all this stuff. You put it out in your name, keep us safe from it all. But if it blows up in your face, we will cut you loose. Because you will be the clout train for Scobie on that is huge. I mean, his yeah. book's a flop, but I mean, it, it is a flop, isn't it? But his reputation is also a flop. So he would need to have been paid handsomely in order for him to be set for life because nobody believes anything this man writes. No other house is going to, you know, like a publishing house is going to touch him unless he but, but then the problem is from what i'm seeing harry and megan's um reputations are flop but they're still out there doing their they're, thing they're the royals they? they're royals though that's the thing yeah like, they could literally sit and do nothing and say nothing controversial for the rest of their life and it'd still be headlines because it's harry mm, yeah did you, you know, know that there was a plane in montecito with a banner that flew over Montecito, telling them to go away or something like that. Oh, I need to Google that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. Kinsey Schofield was doing a live with Anti Lawyer, the guy from the Blind Item, and uh, and and people were saying that there was a plane. Uh, you know, one of those planes that people rent. Yeah, I heard about that. And that um, the plane was flying too low, uh, because you know you cannot go below a certain. Um, Altitude, I guess, mm -hmm. and that um, that apparently it said something like uh, "go home" or something like that. And I was well, we were in the live; people were reporting on it, and Kinsey went and, and was going to look for it. But I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the Kitson uh, store, which yes, is a fancy store. That. And, mm -hmm. and Kinsey did an interview. The guy's Canadian; the owner is Canadian from Toronto. And then, um, and and he was saying that people from Montecito nominate. Who they who they want him to put in this window of shame, and everybody mm -hmm. voted Harry and Meghan. <laughs> oh, the shame, the shame! Yeah. And you see her in a car park, the smile on her face, and you think, how how do you bring that? Because most people wouldn't be able to, which makes me believe, you know. <laughs> you know, Thomas Markle did a very good interview, a good video about two days ago. Go watch it, guys, because he was talking that if he were Meghan. He wouldn't be able, he wouldn't have the nerve to show his face anywhere. But it's like, this woman really doesn't care. Do you guys think that oh. she really doesn't care? Because yeah. Thomas was saying, like, if I were her, I, how can she show her face anywhere? And he was like, how can she with what everybody knows? Yeah. I mean, it's like, she doesn't care, does she? It's really like, I just, I just can't wrap my head around it. What do you reckon? So they're on about moving to L.A. All this with Catherine. Now, Catherine and William are loved by the people, but also by the elite. Uh -huh. How do you think other A-listers will receive it now Catherine's been targeted in the way she has? 
do you think that are more negative against Harry and Meghan now in that sort of area which they're aiming for? Do you think like the LA elite are just going to reject them even more now because of Catherine and William? I think the only one that's up on that chopping block is Meghan. I don't think Harry's ever going to lose his clout train because he's a yeah. freaking priest. The prince, he's the he's the actual king's son. Do you know what I'm saying? He could do. A, he could... Because he's the king's son. I think it's because he's Diana's son. Yeah, well, yeah very likely. But I mean, he could walk into a charity event, pull his trousers down, and lay a big log on a table, and people would still be all right with it because he's Prince Harry. You know, Why did I just get visions of Elizabeth Arden? <laughs> oh yeah, that Megan—it's—it's it's, it's Megan's mole's fault. Elizabeth yeah, Arden's taking a beating in this video. Just anywhere, Harry trousers down. I just think of like yeah. oscillating. Laughter. This is just this is just the way it's gone. Can you imagine being—you know—that is what people think. That's what people yeah. know. And I see a post today about him going, "Everyone's entitled to privacy," and it's just like, but you sold yours away. Yeah. 100%. Can I just say as well, after I've gotten to know Tom Markle, yeah. looking back, I would pay good. I would have paid good money to see him at that wedding. Because he's like a normal <laughs> dude. He's like a normal dude, right? <laughs> he's like a normal dude. And he would have just been stood there like, right, I've got, I'm just going to stand still and make sure I don't do anything that, that, that is wrong. You would, have, you would have been amazing at that wedding. The just, thing that right. Megan didn't want is because they would have outshone her. Is that how you say it? Not outshine her? They would have outshine her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they would have exposed her lies. What do you mean she worked? I can't imagine Tom Markle Jr. What do you mean she worked at the Embassy <laughs> in Argentina? No. <laughs> Meg, uh -huh. what are you talking about? Just, <laughs> I, just, I just see him sitting down for the dinner, really nervous, has two glasses of red wine, and they go right to his freaking head straight away. And he's just in a turmoil of what should I do? What shouldn't I do? It would just have been a glorious thing. In the and same way, I wish, in the same way as I wish, if Princess Diana was still alive, she had a Twitter. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it, on, on, on the day of the coronation, there would have been some poetic tweets by Princess Di put out there. I just want to say that. Oh, but instead, instead, we got Meghan's mate putting out a picture of Archie clasping a portrait of Diana, remember? That's, That's what we really got. Weird. That's just as yeah. bad as Elizabeth Arden yeah. Todger, the fiasco yeah. thing, you yeah. know? I mean, gluing a child's hand to a picture just so you can get a photograph <laughs> is terrible, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> it, was, it was Archie's birthday, wasn't it? But it wasn't even a current photo. Of, it was a baby. And it, they, they've gone to source that photo just to be like, oh, look, this is Harry's mom. Look what happened to Harry's mom to overshadow the day. Oh, yeah. And it's terrible oh, because they never talk about showing a picture of Mr. Markle, you know, the deceased, mm. the ghost, because mm -hmm. it's always I, Diana. I just want to say, Megan seems to use Diana as a way to almost allow herself to intercept, interject herself into events by using Diana as her key to get in the door, if that makes sense, whether it's... I'm going to um, tell you, since you, you didn't read the book, so I'm going to tell you one of the things that Omid put in the book. I didn't know book. the book existed until about 10 minutes ago, so I, I appreciate that. One part. of the things that Omid wrote in the book, which comes straight from Meghan Markle's mouth, is that the palace ordered them to dress like Diana. This is this is for her, because she's the Princess Diana, and she's the one who copies her style. So in the book, Omid says that uh, the palace ordered them to dress like Diana. Okay, yeah, sure. For the first time in history, for the first time in history, they've rolled out a royal dress code that is all about Diana. Okay. 
Okay, then. Yeah, yeah, with Charles what? around, with Charles around, who's yeah. trying to erase Diana oh. from the memory of the, of the monarchy. But what has actually happened there is they've gone shit. Everyone's cottoned on to the fact you're trying to be Princess Diana, yeah. in my opinion. Let's fix that. Who's, whose fault can it be? Whose turn is it now? Who can we blame? But, oh, yeah, the royal family. But we've said all this before. Like, she could have been amazing the two of them could have been oh amazing. my god do you know what you, know? Ron, you were saying about thomas markle being at that wedding do you know oh, what that, everyone that. tuning into that wedding the, it, that day would have been like oh my god he's like my uncle now nah, forget about won't... forget about the wedding a year down the line when harry and tom are best mates and going on nights out together right because <laughs> tom's not going to be used to like taking pictures and put them on the internet and like that that level of life there would have been some funny mm -hmm. funny out with the boys Harry, Tom, William out on the town having a bit of banter. Tom dragging them into bars they shouldn't be in. It would have been a glorious thing. I just want to say that now. It would have been like Stag doing Benidorm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? Just imagine for Markle Jr. when somebody pops up and says, "By the way, oh my God, your sister Megan. You know what a brave thing for her to pay for her own school, university. I can imagine. What are you talking about? My dad paid for everything now." Why yeah. are you lying like that? Yeah. <laughs> in, in that saying it like that, you know? And that's the missing link to why didn't you have them there, which would only point to what you're saying, like that they would have just gone, what, what? That never happened. But you, you can only imagine if she did embrace them and, you know, stick with her roots. Mm -hmm. And seeing Thomas Markle and Samantha Markle, they would have had her back no matter what comes yes. up. Samantha's very loyal. And you see that they fiercely, uh -huh. e even the other day with Thomas Markle, he was saying, you know, that's my niece and nephew and it's pretty cool, you know? And uh -huh. it's not, you can, it's, I've always said, and people on the aftermath, they love the Markles and you can see this uh -huh. genuineness in because a lot yeah. of people in the aftermath have been, we feel like that, that genuine, we're constantly searching and, and Thomas, they would have had her back no matter what if she would have, you know, they yeah. were there. Thomas Markle Sr. was there for her. He was a bloody good dad. You can see that. Yeah. And yes. um, it's, it's a travesty in the way it's, she's gone. You know, and it's, it's, it's funny because we've been talking all night about one grandfather and about the, you know, the fact that he's not allowed to see his grandkids. And we kind of forget sometimes that there's another graf grandfather out there. Look at him how sweet he is in the super at Target, right? But we saw him. You weren't here. He yeah. said hi to us, you know, because yeah. Tom, Tom was with us earlier. Uh, okay. dinner, and then he, he was shopping with his dad and Mr. Markle said hi to us. He's such a sweet man. You know, he looks like a big teddy bear, you know. Yeah. And I used to give him a hard time at the beginning, you know, because I was angry. Why, you know, you, we didn't know much about them. You know, right. and that passiveness and, and everything really angered me. And then, you know, when you get to know them and, you know, I, I mean, it, it and, and people trash him for, for being such a great dad to Megan. But as again, Harry and, and William grew up in the same household with the same privileges. Yeah. And look at the turnout. It was completely different. Mr. Markle was an amazing father for his three children. Well, I was saying this to Tom the other day. Yeah. Like, we've got Tom and Sam and Meg. Right, who, who are all from the same uh, family, right, and or the same upbringing, and they've turned out sound. 
So it's mm -hmm. definitely, you can't put it down. And with the M on the other side as well. Yeah, yeah, thank you, yes. I just want to say the last, before we start winding down, is uh, Sharice, if that's your name, I beg your pardon if I've got that wrong, but Sharice says, uh, if Diana was alive, there would be no Megan. Do mm -hmm. you think that is true? Because I think that's true, 100 million billion percent. Well, we're, we're going to base it on this. Supposedly, Harry's so scarred because his mother died. Yeah. So if Princess Diana hadn't died, he wouldn't have been scarred. So he would have been a healthy human being, apparently. I yeah. don't agree because even Princess Diana had a hard time with him when he was a kid, you know? Yeah. But let's assume that she hadn't died and she would have been alive. Then he wouldn't have had all of this to blame it on the death of his mother. That's what I think. Because that, that's apparently yeah. the whole trauma of his life. Is uh, that his yeah, mother. I agree. I agree. I think it's a good point. I just want to say something else. Somebody else was saying Princess Diana has been dead for 25 years. Why are we, why are we talking about her? We're literally talking about our kids. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm just it saying, in case you missed any of that, we're, we're literally talking about uh, our, her kids and her family and stuff. What do you think, Tina? I think, I think, yeah, absolutely would not be there. But also she wouldn't be there because Diana wouldn't have liked her. She wouldn't have liked her anyway. But I think also Diana liked the limelight too. So she wouldn't have liked Megan. Sorry, she did. But the difference between Diana, no, the difference between Diana and Megan is the limelight. See, saw, you know, people wanted to. Oh, absolutely! To I'm not Diana, saying it's a know? bad thing. Whereas Megan, she has to pay paparazzi to, and they don't even yeah, show true. up anymore. This is why I we think... had that pap walk with her assistant filming her because the paps don't even show to take the pictures, and then they sell it to Backrid. Absolutely. And I've said it before, when Diana used to turn up at soup kitchens, you know, I'd done a post on the Sarah Everard today where Catherine turned up and it was smartphones. People caught her on smartphones. She turned up in that moment to be there. And you see Megan's pap walks and where she's turned up to disasters with a pap crew and security and I've arrived and it just, it sits differently, you know, in anything Diana shone a light on. You remember the cause, not Diana being there in that moment. Exactly, you know, yeah. you know? like like let me say. I'm not picking Diana. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We, Sarah B's come in here with a clangor, right? You guys, please talk oh. about Megan communing to Dan, Diana's spirit. Hell yes. You're are you telling me that she done like a Ouija board or something like that to try and get in touch? No, with that spirit? stupid idiot took her to her grave, to her uh -huh. his mom's grave, and then she was putting her hands on the grave, channeling oh, no. the, the the prince's oh. spirit, and then she went and told Harry that. She she has talked to him. She I also got get... a psychic in, though. That's what I'm she's doing. I'm not kidding. Oh, man. That there is... was apparently, wow. allegedly, a psychic where she got Harry to go. And basically, the psychic told Harry that Diana gave the approval and all of that fucking crazy ass. Yeah. Crap. I just want to say as well, you got to remember, Diana was also pretty spicy towards the end with regards to, uh, you know, everything that happened with uh, Prince Charles and, and all that kind of stuff, which to me, I mean, she was a strong woman that broke the mold of the traditions of the royals, mm -hmm. but she was loved and hated for that. Uh, during the time there was a lot of people. Oh, that were We have to put it. into perspective because let's not forget that she was lied to. And yeah. her whole attitude, this is why, and I don't oh, understand yeah. why the BBC is not being prosecuted for this, and there's nothing like that. But Martin Bashir, this is why now, even Prince William gave that speech, remember? Tina, and he still he got slated. Yeah, remember that he said, had my mother not been tricked and lied to, because she really died believing everything Martin Bashir had told her. And the reason why he got so much credibility was because he went first to Earl 
Spencer. And it was Earl Spencer who approached Diana. That's how he got through because Martin Bashir had tried to get in touch with Diana and Diana had, had always said no, but because he went to her, her brother and showed her, showed him those fake documents, he was concerned and went to his sister. And that's why Princess Diana did that. But her attitude, even in the Panorama interview, she said, why would I want to destroy something that's going to be my son's legacy, my future? You know, and she said, what are you, what are you waiting for? She said, I'm waiting for my queen's, uh, for the queen's instruction. Yeah. She yeah. said she didn't want to get divorced. She said, you know, that she said it right then and there. She, she always, this is a lady who went, who, who showed up at the, at the, at the furthest city to open a little elderly man's retirement home, whatever. And, you know, and she was there a hundred percent. She went to Slough on a Wednesday morning in the gray and the rain without fail. And Catherine is there to do the same, to use that platform, to use the monarchy and all that it gives and all that she can give to others. Megan's there for the crown. <laughs> she didn't want to go to Slough on a Wednesday morning in the grey and the rain. She wanted Hollywood whitewashed buildings and to be on the red carpet, in my opinion, and in, in most. <laughs> yeah. After all that we've seen roll out, and isn't it amazing how Harry and Meghan, their worlds collided and everything that they had up until that moment, these two families that loved and adored them, all of a sudden, both families from two ends of the spectrum, two financial divisions, they all attacked them. They were all wrong for them after we watched over and over again them adore them and love them. But in this moment where their worlds collided, they all went against them, both families. And yeah. everyone's wronged Harry and Meghan. Sorry, it's, it's actually pretty horrible. If you think about it, her placing her, look at the levels of manipulation that he took her to see the grave that not very many people get to see. She plays, he said that mm -hmm. he went out, he went out a little bit on the side. And when he yes. came back, she had her hands on the grave. Who does that? Who oh. does that? Megan. He left, he left her alone for a bit. She, she probably inserted a microphone there to see, to, to you know. Uh, her. Yes, I'm, I'm going to standardize the word Megan. Uh, she's done a Megan or she's doing a Megan now. When anyone does anything anything cringe, they're doing a Megan. All right. I, now, just before we wind down, there's a couple of questions that I want to answer that's been put on the side chat. First of all, my eye is getting better. I have realized, though, that if I cover up my good eye, I, I can win any blinking contest because I haven't literally not blinked my eye in weeks. Uh, it turns out that my X-Men superpower is having really moist eyeballs. It sucks as a superpower, but has been great throughout this. Um, and I just want to say to anyone who has just talked about my channel and have gone over there and subscribed, I appreciate that and thank you very much. And there was one person who had asked why I was making content like this now and not doing what I used to do. Um, I had a big break from the content that I used to do because of the psychological impact that it had on me, but we are back. I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, that I used to do behind the scenes without videos um, because the work has to continue on that front. So I just want everyone to be rest assured that, uh, that that's where this is going. So just before we wind down, because I I am slowly disintegrating into a mess here, right? That's why the camera's off. I've, I've, I've held it up for two hours. We got this. But is there any points you guys want to raise before Ron has to go downstairs and die a slow death of the man flu? Nah. <laughs> well, for me, I think it's very important. I know people, I know people have a tendency to get angry. And I know it's the royal family. And I know that people think it's just, uh, in Spanish, we have a word, farandula. They think it's just celebrity dumb or whatever. But it's more than that, because it's just a symptom of what's happening in society, 
of the values, how mm -hmm. the values have eroded. That's how a really good point. Out, how we're not supposed, they're just a small symptom that is very public. And the reason why we're able to pinpoint that, that is because it's very public, you know, it's not hidden. And, 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 and this is a family, the monarchy is a family that are supposed to represent the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is not a family farm, you know, in the back of Mississippi or Kentucky. This is mm -hmm. the royal, the most prestigious family in the, the royal family in the world. And they're just a symptom of what is wrong. And, and it's incredible that people get so upset that mm -hmm. those stop talking about them. Then they're going to go away. Meghan hasn't gone away. No. The no, royals have kept quiet and, the, and she hasn't escalated. She hasn't gone away. She's escalated her behavior because... In my very humble opinion, people like Meghan Markle see silence as as a go ahead. Yep. Yeah. That's just my opinion, and I think this is why it's important that we talk about any topic, anything that we see that's wrong. We should speak yeah, out. Of course. I've said this: the biggest weapon and the most powerful weapon you have in this digital DNA and day and age <clears throat> is your mouth and your voice. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So listen, what I. Think, what do you think, Tina? Let Tina answer. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What was that? Sorry. What I mean, what do you think? Any thoughts about everything that's going on? Oh, absolutely. It is a small symptom, like you said, but that small symptom is growing momentum. It's getting bigger and bigger and the hate, it's coming and more people are adding on. And it's okay to say this, like you said, the, the royal family and being questioned because of the white balcony and all sorts, <laughs> all sorts. And, and it, it's, it's, it's growing and growing and the royal family in order to protect the monarchy for the future reigns. Have you seen that video of Charles being given a card today off a little girl? There's a little girl handing him a card that she's drew and, and it, it's really sweet actually. But this is the reality, that little girl, her children will be looking up to George, hopefully, you know? Uh, and the, the damage that's being caused right now, Charles can fix it with his son beyond the scenes, but he's not going to recover this if he doesn't do something about it because it yeah. is growing momentum. You can see it all across X. It is bad. Mm -hmm. Oh my and, God, did you just refer to Twitter by his new name? I think that's the first time I've ever had it, ever heard someone call it X. Well done. It's working, Elon. We're learning. Fantastic. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm new to that as well. So I mm -hmm. just joined it as it being bad. Oh, as it was X. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> But it is growing momentum, and, and I think the people want summit done now. And I, I agree with Paula that it's the same with AH. These people, that silence, they don't care for that. Good publicity, bad, but they carry on regardless. And when people go quiet, all the moves, uh, the execs, and wipe it all under the carpet and let them give them the roles that they need. When there's a negative <sighs> public opinion, that will not happen. Yeah. You know, I see WME are sort of horrified at Endgame. Did you see that? They're horrified that this ha isn't going away. And it's like, are you for real? <laughs> Did you not understand and read the room yourself with these two? It was never going to go away. Megan is out of control. Megan, nobody can yeah. control yeah. that woman because she knows better than anybody. That's a But problem. the reality is, without being married to Prince Harry, WME would not sign that woman. It's because of Harry. Of course you it know? is. It's all because of Harry. Yeah, all because of Harry. Because of Harry. Yeah. Harry, it's your fault. You did this to everyone, okay? You never word with yourself, son. All right. Also, I just want to say, uh, crazy corgi honk, uh, freedom truckers. I've not been vaccinated. 
I'm not, I'm not in that group. I never got vaccinated, was never interested in being vaccinated. So this is just something I've brought on myself, the Bell's palsy. So yes. But listen, thank you, everybody. Thank you, of course, to Paula and the Aftermath and all my panel members. If you're new to this show, they are the backbone <coughs> of all of this. And I'm really just trying not try not to make myself sound like an idiot every week. And this week is the Monday. This, today's been a belter. I mean, I, I mean, the sound of freedom. Come on, Ron. Come on. Um, so listen, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you uh, for those who support us. All the nice comments, the likes. The Megan Small, Thomas Markle, Markle Jr. Yeah. and yeah. Mr. Markle Jr. Yeah. for saying hi to us. It's, it's been a big... Ron, big listen, guys, I just yeah, want to say this thank to you. Ron. I just, you've been thanking us, but let me say something. Thank you for having us in this platform and for the work you're doing, because believe it or not, he he health wise he's been suffering quite a lot and he has <laughs> kids and he has a life but you know even with bell's palsy he's here in pain with a cold on top of that so thank you for having us and being so kind to us oh that's so nice i've got it emotional is. now that's so nice thanks paul yeah, i'm wrong no, Ron, you just it. keep on keeping on yeah <laughs> I'm just a sweaty mess that can't work one side of his face today. No, but you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You have a lot going on on your plate and you take time for us and, and you're very kind always. So so thank you for that. And thank also, you. you've all been really welcoming to me, Paula, you original, then Ron, you've, yeah. you know, it's been, you know, I pinch myself that I'm even yeah. with you guys on here. So, well, yeah. Listen, anyone that says, anyone, when Paula comes to me and says, this person is a good person, Paula, I give, I instantly you know that that person's a good person and she's done nothing but speak highly of every panel member. She speaks mm -hmm. highly of absolutely everybody. So she makes my job super easy. So big shout out to Paula too. Now that we've all stuck our noses up each other's backsides for the last five minutes, <laughs> let us end this. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the best wishes. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Tina. Thank you for saying those things. And we'll see you on the next one. Make sure you subscribe, people. Make sure you slap that like and we'll see you in the next one. And from me, Bye, Ron Swanson, as always, be safe out there.